Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Smooch. Smooch. Hello. <laughs> smooch. Smooch. Oh, hang on. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's like, hello. Hang on. I'm trying to be very cool. Uh-huh. Working. It's totally working. Should I do the entire show this way? Sure. It wouldn't get old real quick at all. <laughs> Better. Oh, there we go. hi. Good morning. There you are. Did you have uh, some sort of smooch? A little splash. Smooch yeah. Oh. All cleaned up. Uh huh. Ready right. to be Very consumed. Good. Get me through the morning. All right, right on. Got an email from Bruce. This is Bruce. <laughs> Didn't like his pizza last night. No. He says his pizza place has been the best to him over the years, but I ordered a pizza delivered and found it had yellow cheese on it. Mm. Go ahead. Probably not what he was expecting. Who would? We had some pizza places growing up that would add yellow cheese. Well, all right, Seattle. I'll uh-huh. bet you did. So I'll bet you did. They I've, probably put clams on it. I've seen it done, but it's not traditional. I've seen people murdered in the streets. Have you? Doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> this guy had a yellow cheese pizza. Mm. His days, David's always been clean mozzarella before. Don't get me wrong, I still ate the pot. <laughs> it was okay. But I'm pissed off. Uh. Who puts yellow cheese on a pizza? Yellow cheese shouldn't even be in a pizza place. Right. No. In a deli, not in a pizza place. This is love your show. Like I love a classic Philippi's pie. Mm-hmm. They'd never put yellow cheese on a pizza, would they? Can't see it happening. I don't know what divides a nation more. The pending jury decision from a murder trial or what should or should not be on a pizza. Both both are very heated, controversial. Very bad. Mm -hmm. I heard Maxine Waters came out and said... She encourages yellow cheese on pizza. And the people should riot if they don't get yellow <laughs> cheese on the pizza. And I just yeah. think that's dangerous. Uh-huh. It's a sight. Uh-huh. I don't think it's a good idea. So what's happening? What's going on? Other than Bruce had a funky pizza. Oh. <laughs> I feel bad for him. I feel like he should do a make good tonight. Go and get himself a nice Filippi's pie. Yeah. None of that yellow cheese. Here, Dave, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we're not going to see Sarah's 
front butt belly button picture anytime soon. No, That's not right. no, 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 yeah. no. Are you, uh, are you going to have to do, aren't you, uh, aren't you, hmm. hang on, I got to talk to Sarah in private for a second. <laughs> okay. All right. Hmm? Sure. Okay. Hawaii in a couple weeks here, right? Yes, I am. Aren't you going to be hopping around in a bikini? All day, all night. They don't allow front butts in Hawaii. <laughs> you know about their vaccine rules? Yes. Okay. Do you know about the front butt rules? I don't know about the front no butt rules. No front butts. Oh, no. They should not be allowed in Hawaii, actually. This shouldn't no. be allowed here either, but we're stuck with it. You're going to be hopping around uh, in a bikini, are you not? Uh, uh, yes. Lots are you getting... Are you going to spackle it over? Are you getting... What are you going to do? Well, I got a really cute little um, belly chain decoration. You know, those are coming back right now, and they're super cute. They should have never gone out of style. And I hope that distracts the eye. Well, did you put a doorknob into your belly button or something like that? on my belly button. It, like, hangs lower, you know, so it's a cute little distraction. Got it. I'm I'm getting good at posing, covering it. So, uh, you know. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Well, this is Pete who says, I guess we're not going to see it anytime soon. Does Bobby Eagleman maybe have an idea on what this front butt looks like? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from the Hall of Famer Bobby Eagleman in a while. Right. That could be very interesting, Bobby Eagleman. Uh-huh. Mm. I might be jealous of what he creates. Have you determined that you need to go in for reconstructive surgery or what's going to happen? Well, the problem is I'm getting really, 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 really in my head about this thing. As you should. As I should. Yes. Last time I went to my doctor a couple weeks ago, I took off. Should we, should we reset the table? Sure. Sarah went in for, you had, uh, what, gastric bypass? <laughs> what you have? You had I had hernia surgery in Same December. Thing. Same thing. I don't know what it is. And was not aware at all of the little side effect now, of getting a new belly button. Okay. So Sarah had her intestines pushing through her stomach wall. Big deal. I told her to wear a truss like my grandfather did. <laughs> that worked great for him. Uh-huh. But did you even listen to me? Of course not. No. David. No. You said no. I know better. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so you went in and what do they do? They mangled you. Yeah. Didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On kind of an important, sexy part. A very important. Part. One of your sexy, important parts. <laughs> right? Yes. Mangled. Yeah. So, and it's not, it's not healing. There's no Bacitracin or Band-Aids out there. They're going to fix this thing. Well, it's been covered constantly in a bandage that has silicone on it. Because my body was rejecting the sutures around it. Mm. And so it scarred disgustingly mm. and that was the big issue and that's when you so, got a, 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 a butthole turned into a front butt yes <laughs> okay mm-hmm. but i'm telling you a couple weeks ago when we took off the silicone bandage and it compared it to pictures we've been taking pictures along the way i was shocked that it's actually starting to change because of this silicone tape okay so maybe there's hope now, I, because I'm really scared about get, having them fix it. I kind of don't want them touching it again. Okay, You don't, don't like your belly button touched anyway. I don't want it touched ever. So I'm really now, okay, I'm giving this silicone stuff uh, some more time. Because mm-hmm. I'm scared to have them go sure. back in there. 
Otherwise, there's going to have to be reconstructive surgery of some kind. Yeah. So it's never going to be normal. It's never going to not look okay to me. But I think. Thought about smoothing it all over and just be like Barbie. It is. It's flat. It's the weirdest thing ever. So it's almost. Why don't you just let me see it and I'll tell you if it's good or not. I have a bandage on it. It's not coming off right now. Get off the bandage. No. I'll show you my black toenail. (laughs) Ew, no one wants to see that. No, I agree. (laughs) You and I have things that nobody wants to see. Therefore, we should show them to each other. Ew. Why do I want you looking at me going, ew, that is weird. I just think it would be helpful if you had an objective analysis of your front butt. David? (laughs) You're spot on. You've never seen it, but you're spot on with your description. That's why I told you, (laughs) wear a truss. Like Harold Rickards did. If only. For decades. Harold, what a cute name. Mm-hmm. He just, and you know, at the end of a long, hard day of working at the Millbury uh, Woolen Mills, he would just take that thing off and hang it on the bedpost. Lyle, <laughs> I'm home. Lyle. That's my grandmother's name. Nice. Mm-hmm. Harold and Lyle. Hmm. <laughs> That's so charming. Yeah. Which is not as badass as him. You never had a mangled front butt. I do now. It's too late for that now. (laughs) I hear uh, grandpa style, grandpa fashion is hot right now. Really? I just heard about this. Sarah and I were were just learning about this, I believe, for the first time today, weren't we? Yes. I haven't seen this anywhere. I mean, there's always a hipster, you know, walking down the street with a funny hat. You know, these hats. These people. (laughs) All right, already, you and your hat. But now it's the the whole outfit. Mm-hmm. Grandpa style is very trendy right now with people in their 20s. I'll have to ask my daughters if they're dressing grandpa style. Mm. They wear unique vintage clothes, random colors, everything else you might see on a senior citizen with a strong fashion sense, but one that's frozen in time. One fashion expert says grandpa style is so appealing because, quote, it looks so effortless and fresh because it's a different view of style and fashion. I'm guessing the 50s kind of look, kind of thing. You know, bowling shirts, that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So. I just instantly pictured white sneakers with Velcro. Grandpas don't wear white <laughs> sneakers. They wear beige sneakers. Oh, okay. My the bad. Velcro you got right. But they wear, for some reason, they just can't get enough beige. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is once you hit like... 70, you just have to have beige sneakers. <laughs> okay. You have any beige sneakers at all? Not that I can think of, Because no. you're not 70. Right. Plus. <laughs> you turn 70, there's nothing you can do. You just have to have them. Hmm. Yeah. And they're very heavy duty. Yeah. You know, it's like Frankenstein sneakers. Thick sold. <laughs> very thick soles, uh-huh. like thicker than the truck tires out uh-huh. in your parking garage. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Those are so in right now, I don't get it. What are? Those sneakers although they're usually white but those thick like sketchers and stuff yeah sneakers i don't are like them. just so hideous don't like them no Mm-mm. like tire size soles mm-hmm. giant treads on them mm-hmm. god imagine walking down the street <laughs> beige shoes front butt all mangled <laughs> out thick treads Oof. oh they they're got gonna, married they are not gonna let you in <laughs> to hawaii why we should all have just one uniform like Chris Boyer. <laughs> yes. You wearing your biscuit pants today? I am, sir. Yes, he is. Look at him. Uh-huh. Yeah, a nice little pose he did right there. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh-huh. Did you see that pose again? 
kind of like a little mid-squat that you yeah. did there. <laughs> Darling. All right. Was our uh, no-hitter guy pitching last night? Yeah. Oh, we got a no-hitter then. Yes. Sure, sure we got a no-hitter. What else are we talking about? Well, the Padres got brewed. Uh, and a couple of milestones. Uh, one in hockey and one in basketball. Get ready for the chains on this series. 90% of Californians have a computer or smartphone. So only 10% of you have a valid excuse for missing the DSE show when you're not in the car. It's the morning show that sucks less than all the rest. 101.5 KGB. The Dean of American Sportscasters. Cookie Randolph. He's a young fella and may be new to some of you, but I've worked with him and I predict he'll be a big star. 101 KGB. Cookie Randall doing sports on the KGB. Good morning. Well, good morning, and thank you, Dave Rickards, and hello again, everybody in the sports world. The Padres welcomed the Milwaukee Brewers to the Glev last night, but did they have to be that hospitable? The kick and pitch. Slider bounce to the right side. A fair ball. Here has got it. Steps on the bag, and the ball game is over. The Brewers take game one of this three-game series with the San Diego Padres. Final score, Brewers three, Padres one. Uh, the loss drops the Padres to 10-8 and eight on the year and into third place behind the Giants. Three and a half games back of the first-place Dodgers, but... But if the Padres can win these next two against the Brewers, a sweep of the Dodgers this Thursday through Sunday at Dodger Stadium would put them right back on top. Further, if they win the rest of their games after that, they'll finish the regular season with a record of 154 and 8. That's insane. Yeah. You're ah. stupid. Yeah. Uh, Padres Brewers again tonight in the glove. First pitch, 7-10. Congratulations to San Jose Sharks forward Patrick Marlowe. Patrick Marlowe, who last night set the National Hockey League's all-time record for most games played, surpassing the legendary Hall of Famer Gordie Howe with hmm. 1,768 games played. This also makes the 1,780th time, whatever, that we've never heard of him. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's true. But congratulations to Patrick Marlowe, who also, along with 1,768 games played, has amassed a total of three goals and 843 icing penalties. So well done. Yeah, I know. Meanwhile, in the dash at all that. This Bruce. <laughs> yeah, Bruce, are you, is this a maintenance there in the building? Yeah. Yeah, well, my name is Artie Mercer, and my wife, Sharon Jean, works up there on that ninth floor. Yeah. For that radio station, she's a bookkeeper up there. Yeah. And she said that you all walked in on her in the bathroom there yesterday up there on that ninth floor. <laughs> Had to come in there and do some work on one of them toilets in there. And said yeah. y'all walked in on her. I don't appreciate that much, Bruce. Hey, I don't got time to listen to this. What do you mean? <laughs> You don't make time to listen to it. That's <laughs> Bruce. Well, you, maybe you ain't got time to listen to this. You got time for an ass whooping? Hey, listen, man. Let me tell you something right now. Well, go ahead. I don't have to take threats. I wouldn't. I don't even know anything about what you're talking about. She was in the bathroom, trying to go to the bathroom there yesterday, and she was up there, and one of the old maintenance guys walked in on her. And Let there, me tell you what, partner. It wasn't me. Well, you got somebody else there working that maintenance and answered I'll by... Have to, I'll have to check with this person. What do you look like? Huh? She said it was a big old boy with a flat top. 
<laughs> None of us got flat tops, partner. Well, you if you're going to be threatening me over the phone, and if she's got somebody that's with a flat top, you got both the wrong people. Well, as Edwards one of them maintenance guys. You all wear blue shirts with your name up there. She but said, none of us got flat tops, partner. Well, I don't know. She didn't get a good look at the top of your head. She was scrambling trying to pull her britches up. Well, if something like that happened, I'm going to apologize for my other man. Well, I guarantee it happened, and somebody's going to get an eyes whooping over it. I don't think so. Well, I think so. Well. How big old boy are you? Well, I'm about 280 pounds, about 6'1". Well, I might have packed a lunch. <laughs> well, I, I, you don't have to get nasty to me. I don't well, hey, find I don't somebody up there. Hey, I don't appreciate somebody walking on my wife in there in the bathroom up there. She's trying to work. It scared her so bad she left some thong panties and a pair of prescription sunglasses in there, too. Did y'all find them? Well, let me tell you something right now. I'm going to get to the bottom of it, and I'll find out what happened. Well, she showed her bottom is what you done. <laughs> have you ever had an ass woman? <laughs> Skitball Association. Golden State Warriors superstar Steph Curry is on a tear. 49 points in last night's win over the Sixers. Steph Curry becomes the first person in NBA history aged 33 or older to score 30 or more points in 11 straight games, surpassing Kobe Bryant, who scored 30 or more in 10 straight games back in 2012. Among other obscure records set yesterday, Chris Boyer became the first person aged 40 or more to wear the same pants and shirt for 47 consecutive days and still keep a job since Tom Hanks was filming Castaway. So congratulations to both of these fine men. Today makes 48 for Chris. Well done. Yeah. And other sports, David. I guess Alex Smith has retired. Yes. Two and a half years after his uh, almost lost his leg in that terrible, terrible accident. Said it's not the leg recovery that made him retire. He just can't sit around and wait for Washington to come up with a new name for that football team. <laughs> Sick of it. Quit. Forget it. Right. I don't blame him. Yeah. And this is your 101.5 KGB FM Sports Network. Oh, my. You may have listened to the DSC on a transistor radio back in the 70s. What? But now you can listen on your computer, smartphone, or smart speaker. We have the technology. 101.5 KGB. You know, later this week on uh, KUSI-TV, we will be doing Battle of the Sexes. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite things to do on Battle of the Sexes is to have the women make noises that women shouldn't be able to make. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, uh... Sarah, let me hear your best version of the opening riff of Satisfaction. That's pretty good, Emily. Can you go over the top on that one? I heard you go nutty on Van Halen one time. I don't know how I can top Sarah. I can give you match. That's pretty good. What's the name of that song, Chris Boyer? That is uh, Satisfaction. Cool. <laughs> $5 quiz loss there. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Damn Parenthetically, I can't get no, close parentheses, Satisfaction on the KGB. Let off by Emily and Sarah. Yeah. Very impressive. <laughs> I got a... 
an email from Marcus Matson, who's lost his Asner virginity. Huh. He was very excited to tell me about it. He says, I've been a listener for only a short time. Not as long as I would like. Maybe only 13 years. I've listened to your warning of never drinking during your show. This guy says he's been listening to us for 13 years and says it's not a very long time. I guess he looks at the span of 31 and says, you know, only been there for a third of it. Yeah, I guess that's it. I was enjoying a fast food breakfast sandwich on my way to a job site while listening to the story about a listener's girlfriend not feeling confident about her body. The guy likes the way she is, but the poor dumb bastard opened his mouth and talked. Uh, We guys have all been there. Dude hoped that you would play their song. You're my best friend by Queen to smooth things over. But then you played Fat Bottom Girls instead. (laughs) I believe Sarah was in charge of that. (laughs) She is the producer of this show. Dave, I fired a chunk of egg straight through my nose. Well played, sir. I hope this guy will learn from this and take a page from your book and not stand for nothing. Mm -hmm. That's the truth. That is the truth. If your girl says, I'm fat, I don't like the way I look, do I look fat in this? You just look at her and you say, I don't stand for anything. Leave me alone. (laughs) Stop dragging me into your tragedies. What's coming up in our Happy Crackpot News later on this morning here? What's happening in our world? I was Anything of importance? No. Not much? Just all trivial stuff, like a rubber suit that makes you look ripped that's available for the summer. I like this. (laughs) It's on our website. Have you guys seen this? Have you guys seen this? Not it's yet. very, you know, uh-huh. you guys have seen the Mission Impossible movies, right? Yes. And they put on those masks that are totally realistic looking. Uh-huh. So they make this rubber suit, which totally looks realistic. And you just wear it over your skinny, withered body. <laughs> I mean. Which is fine. <laughs> okay. But why would you wear a suit? To make yourself look good, right? I mean, what's the point? To be impressive? I don't know. Well, you want people to want you, right? Right. You're gonna. You want to look like this to make people want you. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you get home and you got to take off your rubber suit? Seriously, now that's way worse than having to take off a girdle <laughs> or a push-up bra. <laughs> It is, I mean, it's very impressive looking. Mm-hmm. For $100, you buy this little rubber, <laughs> like a coat, really, that you put on. I guess it zips up the back. Would that be the giveaway when you're on the beach and you turn around and you've got a zipper on your back? Right. <laughs> Something Light doesn't color. look right. Something's a little off. I tell you what, this guy looks good. Oh, they even have the veins popping out. Yeah. Looks so, so real. It's very real looking. It looks way better than I look. That's for damn sure. And you get this thing for $100, but it's just like, you know, people are going to flock to you. And then what happens? You get back to your hotel room and it's like, excuse me while I slip out of my rubber suit. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do with that? I don't know. Leave your shirt on. Don't touch me. Do you leave the rubber suit on? It can't feel realistic. Right. It's got to feel gross if you're laying on top of that, you know, like sitting on a vinyl couch in the sun. Right. It's just gross. And what happens when the when your when your rubber upper doesn't match your lower? Uh-uh. I mean, you're <laughs> yeah. They got a Kendall thing going on there in the uh, yeah. You're like olive oil <laughs> on the bottom and all jacked up and Arnold on the top. I don't know. The whole thing's messed up. True. <laughs> because so this this is made to be worn 
with no shirt on. Right. Okay. Like where a push-up bra, you would at least wear that under your blouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's some, there's some mystery. There's some magic going on there. Some imagination. <laughs> this you're just supposed to be wearing with no shirt on at all. So you can see your six pack and your pecs and all the ripples. And I mean, there's muscles and ripples all over this suit. Yeah. You'll see it when you go to 101kgb.com. And there's a little skinny guy wearing it. Uh-huh. And it looks really good. Yeah, you got to match that skin tone just right. Or <laughs> Yeah, I'm tr- I can't figure out how it merges into your neck. Right. Most guys who have that kind of a body have a neck like the size of my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, it's usually just goes straight from the shoulders like to the jaw. Mm-hmm. There's very little neck. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like those shrunken head men. Yeah. Whatever the heck that's called. I'm not sure how this thing works. Something tells me it looks a little bit better on the ad than it does in real life. <laughs> you think? But wouldn't it be great to see Bromo walking around? Oh, in yes. oh God, yes. Yes. Little Beetlejuice mm. head sticking up at the top. Yeah. <laughs> Check that out at 101kgb.com. What else? Apparently, uh, lots of people are sliding into Kim Kardashian's DMs now that she's single, because... She's gonna because they got a shot with her. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Who will be the next to hook up with Kim Kardashian? You know, she's had nothing but famous people. Oh, wow! I haven't even thought about this. She had an NBA single. husband, mm-hmm. and Kanye for her husband. Mm-hmm. There might have been a third husband right at the beginning of the fame that no one knows or cares about. I can't remember that. Mm. Well, the rapper guy who launched her fame. Who was it? Ray J. It was Ray J, the rapper guy who launched her fame with a porn tape. So Mm -hmm. she's been with nothing but famous guys. Right. Who's famous and single right now? Uh, Chris Boyer. A-Rod. Chris Boyer. Rod. Sure, I've got what it takes (laughs) to uh, appeal to her. You got a job. You know what might appeal most to her is that you just don't give a damn. (laughs) (laughs) That might be something that just drives her crazy. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, yeah, he's like the hard to get guy. You know, opposites attract. She's got that giant ass, then he's got no ass. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it might be perfect for her. <laughs> Maybe so. Okay, yeah. well, let's give it a shot. All right. What else? Uh, Michael Jackson's daughter has a new album out. We'll play you a little bit of that and tell you what it was like growing up with a famous father. Is this uh, Paris? Yeah. Okay, all right. Paris Jackson. Okay. Mm-hmm. Glad um, to hear she's getting some recording time in the studio. That's great. Must have been really like tough it. for her to manage that. All right. You don't think she had to pay for her studio time? I just, yes, I'm sure she did. <laughs> Go ahead. What else? Uh, we will talk about coronavirus and the Derek Chauvin trial and all the heavy stuff at the beginning. of The, the heavy video. duty stuff. Yes, that's yeah. not going away anytime soon. So well, let's, let's just tell you what's that. happening with that. The The jury has the case. Yes, they do. And they uh, deliberated for about four hours yesterday. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And it'll continue again today. They meet in about five minutes to start. Okay. So they've got it. Now we're just waiting for them to come back and say we've made up our mind. Yes. All right. Very good. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, we're going to have dumb criminals. Oh, I love uh-huh. dumb criminals. Yeah. And uh, someone who held a grudge for three years with an old co-worker. We'll tell you what they I can do that every oh, I've day. Got grudges that, I've got grudges that make three years look like a happy hour. Are you kidding me? They did something every single day because of the grudge. Oh, I'm getting more and more impressed. <laughs>
All right. Coming up next, I've got a very important email that I want to read you because I want to get your take on this. We're even ask Paul, Lauren and Mark about this. Okay. Um, you know how ridiculous it is to be able to buy a house these days. Yeah. Here in California. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it take to buy a house? Like almost a hundred thousand dollars just to just to get the ball rolling, a right? Miracle. Yeah, yeah. So who's got that? Well, I have an email from a lady. She and her husband have been offered a house way, way, way below value. Oh. But it comes with a catch. Mm. And I want to know if you would take advantage of this for the catch. Okay. Can you separate, you know, the emotion from business? It's their first house. Mm-hmm. They've never had one. They're a young married couple. Don't think they can afford one, but they've got an opportunity to do it. If they're willing, put up with a catch. Okay. I'll tell you about that next year on the KGB. DSC on the KGB. You know how expensive it is to buy a house these days? Yeah. A house. A house with a yard, the whole thing. Yeah. What does it take? A lot. A lot of dough, right? Tens of thousands of dollars. Right. For mm-hmm. most people, they can't even get over the fact that they got to come up with a d- down payment. Right. All right. So here's where this email comes in from Bethany. She says, Dear Dave, love your show. Nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my in-laws have made my husband and me an offer to buy the house that they've lived in for 30 years. This is the house that my husband grew up in. And they're giving it to us for almost $200,000 under the market. Wow. There are two catches. One is the house definitely needs some repairs, probably about $50,000 worth. No problem. We got to do a roof, driveway, among other things. The other catch, this is the big one. My mother-in-law says we can't change anything about the home. Not inside or out. This includes her beloved royal blue carpets. That even stretch into the bathrooms. Ooh. It's not awful, but it totally looks like old people's house. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about this house, but I love the screaming deal. My husband, though, is over the moon about raising our kids in the house he grew up in. Mm-hmm. Also, he does whatever mummy wants him to. <laughs> and I know he'll never sell this house, mm. not even to make a profit. So the bottom line is... We don't have the down payment for a different house, but this one we can steal. And I just don't love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Emily's a guy today. I can tell <laughs> yeah. right now she's a total guy. You woke up on the guy side of the bed, guy side oh, of the okay. bed today. Yeah. I know you did. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Get over it and buy the damn house. <laughs> God. Fake a flood later if you really aren't bothered by the carpets. I don't care. Get in there. Can't change anything. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah, get over it, she says. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why we even have wars when there's sensible advice like that. Hey, Middle East, get over it. Hey, starving nations, get over it. Uh, hey, Putin, uh, get over it. Did we just solve everything? There's nothing left, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Chris Boyer? I think you should get in there and buy it as soon as possible. Right. 
and see if there's any way you can inherit their Prop 13 tax base as well. I mean, the old folks aren't going to live forever. And one day they'll be gone, and then the glory will be yours. Okay. Now, neither Chris Boyer nor Emily are thinking like a young bride with visions of her dream house in her head. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get that. But it's harder to get into the housing market and wait it out till maybe negotiations can be made to changes. Right. Than trying to get a house. Right. All right, Chainsaw. Well, in the real world, she's not going to get over it. <laughs> no. At all. Don't move into that house. <laughs> not everybody needs to buy a house. All right. That's God true. doesn't care if you're a homeowner or not. He cares if you were happy and you loved him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sentimental hogwash. <laughs> and also run away from your husband because he is stuck in his mommy mommy world. Oh. Okay, so divorce. forget about having a house and a husband. <laughs> yes. Okay. Welcome to single motherhood. <laughs> Everything you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. I just kept talking, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> All right. Interesting advice so far. <laughs> Let's go to Sarah. Now, Sarah, you're in kind of a similar situation. You have little kids at home. Uh, I imagine the idea of having your own home is a something that you and your husband would love to have, right? Yes, we've never owned a home. However, we would love to one day have a house, but we're... We can't agree on what kind of house we want hmm. because he would love a fixer-upper. He would love to get a home that he can put his own touch on and just make our own beautiful home. Is he qualified to fix up? Yeah. He can do it? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. We'd have to hire people as well, but for, he could do oh, a, well, a lot of Oh, well, me too, then. No, but yeah. he could do a lot of I could do stuff. all fixer-uppers as long as they get to hire someone to do it. It'd be a mix of both. But he's he could do a lot of it himself. Would it be like if there's a fixer-upper project, he would go in and fix it up and then call the person to come in and totally fix up what he has just unfixed? No. <laughs> what can he fix? Just, I don't know. He used to... He could do everything. I don't know. Well, then why call anybody? I was... I'm kind of assuming there are things that you'd have to call people for. I don't... See, I, I don't own a fixer-upper. I don't really know. I don't can really you know do electrical? Part. Yes. He, yeah. He can go in and do wires and change things. Kind of. Kind of. Oh, I don't. I mean, if you have to rewire the whole house, we have to get someone to do that. But he can, he's done electrical stuff before. It's Me too. I've screwed in a light bulb. No. <laughs> <laughs> he did a chandelier one time and knocked out the phone system. That's right. I can do the phones and the electrical all in one day. <laughs> nice. Without even trying. All right. He'll call you for his backup. All right. So anyway. <laughs> I want a house that you move in and it is ready to ready go. Ready to go. And we don't need to do a damn thing about it. Right. Right. So when I heard this story just now. So what about this house? This house, okay, so it needs $50,000 worth of repairs, like a roof and a driveway and stuff like that, which seemingly they're going to be able to afford since they're going to have instant equity in the home. So that's not a problem. However, she's got to live in a house that was built and designed by her mother-in-law over 30 years ago. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Go ahead. Explain to me how a $200,000 instant profit is not worth 
What is your complaint? The color? The style? Everything. If this woman doesn't like the the way that the house is, that her mother-in-law had it outdated, the she weird like carpet. It. She doesn't like it. She says it's old people's house. You right. walk in and you're looking at old people's house. Can you imagine living in that for the rest of your life? If, if she says the husband's not going to change his mind, he'll never sell it. So what's what good is that profit anyways if he's never going to sell it? Why well, would you be stuck you can in take, this? You can take the profit out of it without selling the house. Okay. That's awesome. I didn't know that. I don't own a home, so I literally don't understand that. You don't that. want a home? I don't own a oh, home. Oh, okay. I got you. So gotcha. I don't understand that Understood. at all. Understood. That's, that's great. Yeah. That you could use it, but you can't use it to fix up the house. I don't know. I I can't imagine being stuck in a home for the rest of my life that I own that I cannot touch because I've I've rented my whole life and there are things I would love to change and I can't because I don't own it. Because it's not yours. So I would hate to cement myself into that situation for the rest of my life with a mother all looking over my head the whole time at every little change or anything I do. Nope. No, thank you. Because you know. Not worth it. You know if you did this, if you said, all right, I'm going to do this for the screaming deal. But I'm going to try and sneak some changes in. You know it. Okay, you're going to try and cheat on Would You Rather here. Yes. Right? You would. And you're going to try and cheat, and she's going to catch you. She's going to catch you. And then there's going to be trouble. Selling your soul to the devil for this kind of a deal. You're going to get a, you're going to get a profit out of it, and you're going to regret it for the rest of your life in that house. No, thank you. Why can't you just... What is it, Emily? Get over it. Get over it. <laughs> Putin did. Why can't you? What's your problem? I'm a chick, David. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, are you suggesting that you divorce the husband as well as Chainsaw? <laughs> Is that part of your advice? No, no, I'm not that dramatic of a girl. So I have two who say it's a great deal. Shut your mouth. Other than to say thank you. Yeah. And then I have two who say, I just can't do it. (laughs) Nice characterization. (laughs) All right, here. Two who say, shut up, take the money, you stupid bums. Yeah. And two who say, I just can't. (laughs) That didn't change it enough. (laughs) So there we are with a split decision. Yeah. Now what? What happens next? How do we give this Bethany an answer? Are you taking it to KUSI? I think I'm taking it to KUSI. All right. We'll let Paul, Lauren, and Mark decide the future of us. Two dumb bastards. All right. That's what you get. It's coming up on KGB.com. All right. Let's get a sports update with the chainsaw. I understand Flash in the Pan, Joe Musgrove was on the hill last night and stunk up the joint. Uh, Thanks a lot. (laughs) Good morning. Well, good morning and thank you, David. And hello again, everybody, in the sports world. Sports fans, when you're hosting a gathering, your goal is to make your guests feel as comfortable as possible. If they're happy at the end of the night, you've done your job. Padres did their job a little too well at Petco oh, Park oh. last night. It's a kick and pitch. Slider bounce to the right side. A fair ball. Here has got it. Steps on the bag, and the ball game is over. The Brewers take game one of this three-game series with the San Diego Padres. Final score, Brewers three, oh. Padres one. Yeah, despite 13 strikeouts by Joe Musgrove, the loss drops the Padres to 10-8 and eight on the year and into third place behind the Giants, three and a half games back of the first-place Dodgers. Fernie Tatis Jr. continues to struggle 0 for 3 last night. Nope. 
He's batting 118. Oh. Swing analysts have noticed Fernie can't even reach half of the strike zone with his swing. Yeah, so, uh, uh, I, you know. Uh, what are you saying? Well. Not saying anything. You're saying something. What could I be saying? Well, you're not saying nothing. You must be saying something. <laughs> if I was saying something, I would have said it. Well, why don't you say it? I said it. What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> okay, I'll say it. Shut him down and get the surgery. That shoulder socket is not going to heal itself. You've got 13-plus years left on a $340 million contract with this guy. Plus, <laughs> there's a statistic in baseball called war. Wins above replacement, which calculates how many wins per season a player will add to your team's win total compared to the average player. I think we can get a better war from almost any replacement at this point. Fernie is batting 118. He struck out 14 times with only four hits so far this year and a league-leading seven errors with his good arm. Oh. If the Padres want to win the war, they better pick their battles. Oh, oh no. no. You don't know crap. Oh, okay. Uh, Padres Brewers again tonight in the glove. First pitch, 7-10. Former Helix High School star Alex Smith, the 14-year NFL veteran and three-time All-Pro who came back from a devastating leg injury, almost amputated, almost died, 17 surgeries. He was the 2020 Comeback Player of the Year. Announced his retirement yesterday. Tributes are flowing in, including uh, from Patrick Mahomes, who was tutored by Alex uh, Smith at Kansas City before he took over the starting job, and Alex was traded uh, to uh, the Washington football Obviously player. a great player, dealt with adversity throughout his career, and uh -huh. always seemed to come on, come on top and uh, be the better from it. And, uh -huh. uh, someone that... He's dealt with different coaches. He's dealt with different systems, uh -huh. and, he, and he's always had success. Uh -huh. And then obviously with the injury that he had, uh -huh. uh, to be able to come back and uh -huh. lead his team into the playoffs uh -huh. and show the type of man that he is, sure. the type uh -huh. of team player uh -huh. that he is. And, uh -huh. and uh, I'm just uh -huh. grateful for the time that I had with uh -huh. him that, that really developed me to be the quarterback that I am today. And happy retirement to LaMesa's own Alex Smith. Other NFL news, the Cincinnati Bengals unveiled their new uniforms uh, yesterday. So while the look for the Bengals will be new this season, the look on the scoreboard will remain unchanged. Oh, well, then again, maybe not. Uh, we've all heard it's more important what's on the inside than on the outside, but a new study confirms that people are more productive at work when they dress up. Which is why I bought your mom the expensive thong and pasties. Oh! oh. Yeah! My mother. Yeah. My mother. I know, I know, I know. Meanwhile, in the national there, you can tell my distinguished colleague that he can meet me in the parking lot whenever he chooses, even if he is wearing a dress. Well. I'd rather not say, sir. What do you mean, rather not say? Well, Mr. Ambassador, to be perfectly frank, it was about your mother, sir. My mother? <laughs> what about my mother? Well, sir, he uh, suggests that your mother maintained a close, intimate relationship. 
relationship? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> With a camel. And after the camel killed itself in shame, your brother apparently took on the entire <laughs> Association. Golden State Warriors superstar Steph Curry is on a roll. 49 points in last night's win over the Sixers, becoming the first person in NBA history aged 33 or older to score 30 or more points in 11 straight games, surpassing Kobe Bryant's record of 10. Also last night, NBA referees failed to call traveling after a guy took 19 steps without dribbling for the 897th game in a row. Well, come on, if you want a nitpick. And other sports stable. I haven't updated you on the five dollar quizzes. I think all years long. Yeah. Uh-huh. So in last place, and who really cares, Anna? Because she's on some sort of baby leaf. In real last place, let's give it up for our producer Sarah. It up. Just ahead of her is the deed of American sportscasters. The chainsaw's right in the middle of the pack. Yes. Next up, Chris Boyer. Stand by. What's this now? What is What's the problem over there? I'm just feeling a little queasy. What? Oh, nauseous. Stand by Chris Boyer because Emily is in second place, meaning that Chris Boyer out in front, leading in wins, leading in money, and leading in game percentage. Wow. How did that happen? Wow. Welcome to second place, Emily. You're the first one to lose. <laughs> if you ain't in first, you're losing. <laughs> and this is yours. 101.5 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, my. Now we're going to let Paul, Lauren, and Mark decide Bethany's problem here. Got that husband... Uh, his parents want to sell them the house on the cheap. Emily and Boris say, just do it, stupid. <laughs> Chainsaw and Sarah say, I just uh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let them decide it next when we go on TV on KUSI Next. DSC streaming on your smart device. KGB. Have you changed your opinion on your uh, vote on Bethany's pickle? No, I actually thought more about Sarah's answer and how I could try to convince her. And I know that's silly, but. Bethany, who wrote this letter, and I'm going to read it again here in case you missed it just a little while ago, mm-hmm. has an opportunity to almost steal a house for her and her husband and their kids. Yeah. But it comes with some conditions that Bethany is struggling with. She hasn't said no, Mm -hmm. but you can tell. You can read between the lines. 
Emily has offered that worldwide cure-all, get over it. Yep. Always makes everything better. I know. <laughs> About 10 seconds, David. 10 seconds. Meanwhile, uh, Sarah and Chainsaw, they understand Bethany's side on this one. So we're going to let Paul, Lauren, and Mark on Good Morning San Diego on KUSI-TV make the decision. I saw you just the other day, but you were looking the other way. Sun was shining. Lauren? Present. Mark? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Kate Rickards with the DSC on 101.5 KGB. Are we ready? We are ready here. And uh, I am just a little bit more excited than Mark Mathis here today to be here on Good Morning San Diego because we have uh, the future of a family in our hands here today. Uh, They've written to us Uh for advice, and we came up with uh, a dead draw, dead heat here on the DSC radio show. So... It is now up to Paul, Lauren, and Mark on Good Morning San Diego to break the tie and come up with an answer. Can I read you the letter that our listener, Woo. Bethany, Absolutely. has written to us here? Love to hear yes. it. Try and put yourself in Bethany's shoes on this one. She says, Dear Dave, love your show. Isn't that nice? Uh, my in-laws have made my husband and me an offer to buy their house that they've lived in for 30 years. The house my husband grew up in. And they're giving it to us for almost $200,000 under the market. But there are two catches. One is the house definitely needs some work. It needs like a new roof and stuff like that. Maybe $50,000 worth of work. The other catch, this is the big one. My mother-in-law says we can't change anything about the home. Not inside and not out. That includes her beloved royal blue carpets that are all throughout the house, including going straight into the bathrooms. It's not awful, but it looks like old people's house. I'm not crazy about this house, says Bethany, but I love the screaming deal. My husband, though, he is over the moon about raising our kids in the house that he grew up in. My husband also does whatever mummy tells him to do. And I know that he'll never, ever, ever sell this house, not even to make a profit. Bottom line is this is not the dream house that I love. I just don't love it. So what do you do? Do you take this screaming deal and live with the decorations that you can't stand, or do you move on? Now, I asked Emily and Chris Boyer, and they said, get over it, take advantage of this awesome deal, because otherwise they can't afford a house. Whereas uh, Chainsaw and Sarah have said, I just can't do it. It's too much for me. I can't put up with it. (laughs) So we've got a split decision here. Go ahead. How old are the in-laws? Yeah. <laughs> You're wondering how That's long they're going to have to put up question. with it. We don't know. Right. And, and, and mind you, there's, there's no sneaking around this thing. If you take the deal, you take the deal. You can't change the house. You can't change the colors. You can't change Not the Not even design. when they're dead? Well, of course, when they're dead. Who cares? But I don't know how long they have to live. I don't know. Right. I would well, assume they're would in their the 60s, s- something like that. The young couple. Oh, well. So yeah. it's, it's the... Uh, it's the mommy issues that if, if she moves in, she's going to go from being a wife to the mother, too. And there, there's going to be all sorts of Oedipus deals going on there. So she cannot move into that house. But you can't miss out on the screaming deal. So you take the deal and keep the house the way it is. But you can't you rent it out as an you know, Paul, Airbnb, a retro, Brady Bunch up. house? No, you can't do that. You if the mom's not going to let her... Mm-hmm. If the mom's not going to let her change the carpet, she's definitely not going to let her sublease the house. No, right. you can't well, change anything. But that was not specified. In the... <laughs> no, you take the deal or you don't take the deal. It's very simple. 
Try not to find any fine okay, print in this. So you either take the deal Ooh. and live in the old people's mother-in-law's house. Uh, I don't know. Or you, know. you can't do okay, it. Okay, here, no, you can't, can't do, do it. it. You'll resent him for the rest of your life. He's married to her. He's not married to his mother and yeah. happy wife, happy life. That's right, so, Mark. Um, you know, <laughs> tell your mother to, no, you can't take the deal. So, you know, you just wait for the market to crash and maybe get back in in 10 years or so. Oh. For mom, sorry. Because I, I just think there's going to be all sorts of weird issues. It's going to get like the shining. There's twins in the house and oh, all no. kinds of problems. Here. <laughs> yeah. There's, you know, so let me let me hear what the, what the vote is. Mark Mathis, are you saying take the deal or not? No, don't take the deal. Don't Absolutely take the deal. Not. Paul, happy you're saying? and happy oh. life. Paul, uh, I'm with Mark. You don't uh, take the deal. And Lauren, you say? And, and Lauren? Uh, I'm torn because you know me. I'm really like budget friendly, frugal. Um, Cheap. But I don't. I'm not. Lauren. I'm not liking Cheap. this. I'm not liking the mother-in-law though. I don't yeah. think that's very nice. If you right. are trying to help out your children, then you should do it to help out your children and give them the deal. That ain't part of the deal. The deal is take the house or don't take the house. What do you say? What's your vote? You, 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 you don't take the house. Your husband. You don't take the house. Yeah, we're three no's. Yeah, three no's. You don't take the house. You guys are part of the cat. Do it for $200,000 worth of instant profit. Just can't do it. Sounds to me like the contracts over at KUSI are pretty good these days over there. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) But, but, you know, the thing is, you would, every time you stepped out of the shower onto that blue carpet, you would, you'd be resentful. And every time you step out. It would cause problems in the marriage. Every time you'd step out of the shower, you're dealing with an angry wife. And so you're not going to be able to live with yourself for the rest of the You're always going to be dealing with an angry wife. (laughs) (laughs) What's the matter? That's probably true. The vote is don't take the deal. Dave, what say you? What do I say? What what say you? I can't do it. I just can't do it. You kidding me? No, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. You can't be you can't be a prisoner to anybody in your own home. No, 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 I can't do it either. All right. Well, see if you did it my way. Yeah. You could, you could rent now. the place out, no. honor the deal. That's nothing not part to, of the deal. Look, man, Your whole way isn't even in the equation. It's <laughs> <laughs> not part of it. Yeah, that's, I yeah, would that's like to that. call the family together, yeah. sit them down, and, and let's talk through this. Uh-huh. And then what would you make tell them? Make changes together. What Bethany, would you tell them how to make it work? Would it be all I would tell, things that you I want? Would tell the, I would tell the mother-in-law to understand that she needs to be a little more. This is going to be their you know what I'd do. Yeah. I'd pack up my wife and move to Texas. <laughs> that way you can get the same deal. And the mother-in-law would say, so here's your $200,000 profit. So long. That was yeah. the deal. That's yeah, the deal. Because a lot of people don't Very simple. It. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take it or don't take it. But yeah. we have decided today we just can't <sighs> do it. Just, just too much. Just can't do it. We just, Sorry. For $200,000, we just can't If only royal blue carpets blue. could come back into fashion. They Everything will. comes back. I wonder you know, if Bethany is watching. Well, she may be. Why did you want to speak to her right through the magic TV no, right no, now? Like I'm Robert? just curious. I, I, Go ahead. Well, I'd like to. <laughs> I, I would like to know how it plays out. Yeah. Well, how Keep it plays out is she's yeah. passing on it because you guys just decided it for her. She's passing on that. She'll never wow. have a house as long as she lives. Oh. I hope you're happy with yourself. Okay. All right. That's it. The rich people on KUSI say pass on the deal. Continue to live in squalor. Bethany. <laughs> 
Man, what can you I do? don't think you said that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll but see I you heard. tomorrow here on Good Morning San Diego. Thank All right, you guys. Thanks. All right. And we are on the KGB. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our house has blue carpeting. $200,000. It's a struggle. These puzzles are a struggle, aren't they? I think every single person I've ever met who asks me what I do for a living, they always say, Yeah, I think I'd be really good at what you do. And then I ask them the question like this. It's like, would you take the house for $200,000 off and live in it as is? Those are the choices. Take it. Save the $200,000 and live as in it as is or not. Right. It's going to be really good at what you do. Okay. Yeah. Which one would you do? Well, I'd burn down the house and start over. Okay, that's not <laughs> available to you. And that is literally what they said on KUSI 30 seconds after we signed off. Yeah. What if they burn down the house? Okay. <laughs> Arson. <laughs> Arson and insurance fraud. That's right. Was their solution to this one. Well, as long as you got it all figured out. Uh-huh. So uh, anyway, Paul, uh, Lauren and Mark said, no, they couldn't do it. Right. They could not live in the mother-in-law's house. And uh, so they will continue to live in some sort of evil land baron's squalor. Mm-hmm. Some kind of cold water walk-up flat. <laughs> Where they can't make any changes. And they're just throwing right. the money away. What kind of change? How can you make it your house in a rental? You can't. And you're not building equity. At least with building equity, you could go on nice vacations or buy a boat or an RV to vacation. Emily and Boyer, you guys didn't change your mind, did you? No. We're in. We're buying. You'd live in the blue house forever. Damn right. And make the profit. Yes. Sarah, Chainsaw, did either of you, did your needle move at all? So not even a little. Not uh, I'd rather a live in a, you know, an apartment than uh, in a place I hated. Yeah. Can't you just look at it like you're renting it until mother-in-law dies and no. you can make the changes you want? No, no. What if she's got another 20 years on her? She's got right. 20 years on her. She does. She's got another, 20 years. That's you're renting idea. for another 20 years anyway. And I'm really happy. You can't make your own. But I'm really happy where I'm renting. Yeah. I don't want to move into a place but for 20 years. But you just said that you want to make a million changes to the place you rent. And you can't. I don't want to make a million changes. I'm just saying I've been renting. And yeah, there's been... Changes I've been, I've wanted to make sure, and you can't do, and it's frustrating. You can't do that when you're renting. But why would I want to live in a house with for twenty years? For I can't. The for the ownership, the no. equity, the profit. It, because the, the price, price. Mm. Okay. the price stays the same. Still not changing my answer. Every <laughs> rental goes up two percent at least every year. There's other ways to to build wealth. Yeah, God. Oh, now you've done it. I mean, if you want a, if you want a <laughs> real tax strategy, if you want a real tax <laughs> oh, strategy. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. I, you know what? I'm very sorry that I moved on to bits here because I had no idea you were going to get into funny tax talk. <laughs> Darn it. Anyway, here we go. 
We're calling out the celebrity death czar here this morning, Emily. Oh. What's the matter? You're disappointed that we didn't get to hear Boyer's funny tax tips, too? <laughs> no, I'm Me not. Me, too. We're just shining more light on him. <laughs> yes. Chris Boyer. Yeah. Celebrity deaths are the vice president of the United States, Wally Mondale. Uh, Walter Fritz Mondale. Uh, is the uh, 93-year-old uh, vice president for Jimmy Carter who ran against Ronald Reagan, uh, my friend, and uh, lost in the worst landslide in electoral college history. He lost 49 states. Including his own. Now he won that by 0.18% of the vote. Well, this is a... A warm welcome you're giving him. Yeah. What are you doing over there? You're kicking a man when he's dead? You're kicking the body. Yes. Why are you kicking the corpse? Because he can't fight back. Kicking the corpse is the name of my new band. I'll make it out of it, David. Thank you. But he put uh, that broad on the ticket, and uh, it was the first time a broad had been on the ticket as the VP. And uh, it was uh, Bondale Ferraro, and they went down seismically to defeat... Ronald Reagan once said to him, I promise I won't hold my opponent's youth and inexperience against him. (laughs) Okay, shut up. (laughs) He's in! With Bernie Madoff. Weird. And they have just a few more days left. The 22nd is when that window closes. I'm sure those uh, two days didn't just expire just now listening to you. (laughs) Seemed like a two-day answer. All right, very good. Thank you. He's in. Joe, you're on the KGB. What's going on, Joe? I kind of feel hey, um, like I, I wish I'd I taken the have... tax tips at yeah, this point uh-huh. here. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, what's on your mind? Oh, well, I think I have a solution to that blue carpet. Um, oh, you move good. in on the yeah. team. You move in. Uh-huh. You, it, um, you have a store raging party with red wine. Yeah, great. Thanks. Bye. Jesus. What part of you can't get around it right. have we not explained? Mm-hmm. You live with the blue carpets for as long as mother's alive. She might die tomorrow. She might outlive you. I don't know. But that's the deal you make for the $200,000. Uh-huh. You don't get to cheat your way out of it. And you can't gouge your eyes out either. You can't do nothing. You just nothing. can't do it. You, your option is don't take the deal. That's right. Right? That's mm-hmm. the deal. If the color of this carpet has you gouging your eyes out, burning down a house, <laughs> uncorking every bottle of wine, don't take the deal. Don't do it. It's too much dramatic. for you. The 200 grand is too much for you. All right. Very good. <laughs> I'm always amused by these people who think, I've got it figured out. I've cracked the solution. I've heard wine mentioned a couple of times now, and Stanley Steamer, they'll have it out in two seconds. Thank you, Emily. It's not worth ripping the carpet up. Red wine on blue? Do you really think it's going to show up that much? Ooh. (laughs) Now, if you have a bunch of bleach cocktails. I think I'd be really good if I could you. Okay, so here's the bit. You either take the deal and get the $200,000 mm-hmm. and live with blue carpets or not. What I would do, mm-hmm. I would invite an entire vineyard over to my house. <laughs> Stop. 
stomp the grapes right on the carpet. I would, dig, I would hire arsonists. Okay. You be the listener, we'll be the host. Very good. Dare I update you on the Demi Lovato fracas? Oh, I didn't know there was an update. Please tell. What's the last you heard on Demi Lovato? Um, she's California sober and mad at <laughs> diet culture vultures for putting fat-free and sugar-free items in a froyo shop. Yeah, because it gives her trauma. That's right. It triggers her. She did. She said she was triggered by seeing um, dietary items like sugar-free cookies for sale in this frozen yogurt store. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's my understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is she against anything diety? Is that what's going on? What's the story on that? What is, what is the motivation here? What's going on with her? I don't understand. I think she's saying that there's too much pressure to eat fat-free and sugar-free, especially in L.A. And What are you doing in a frozen yogurt store? Go to 31 Flavors. <laughs> yeah. It's actually funny because she was saying that the reason she went to Fro-Yo is because it's lower in calories and lesser in fat for that point. Right. So she's also buying into it. She so she, she went there to get something yummy that was a little less caloric or fattening than ice cream. Okay, I get it. Uh-huh. Fine. But then saw things that were low. Lesser. Lesser. And didn't like it. I guess. <laughs> because she was in a Froyo, a frozen yogurt store. Yogurt. Yogurt. Can you, can you get me some yogurt? No. Is the yogurt shop still open? Is this, a, is this some place to dial up yogurt? No. I'm saying that. What's the best skin yogurt? Who, who can prepare me a nice yogurt treat? If you say it like that one more time, I'm going to drown you. Yogurt. <laughs> so... I really don't understand this. Is it is it right that I don't understand it, or am I being thick-headed that I don't understand it? I think I, you're right. I think you're right, because yeah. also yesterday, I was sitting in the pickup line to get Shane from school, and I saw that Demi had just released a new video responding to... Hello, my name's Shane, and I'm her son. Okay. Are you interrupting Mother's story again? Wow. Stop. Stop. His name, Shane, stop talking for like five seconds. Okay, stop talking. Shut up. And then he interrupted this video, actually, because she was doing a response to the Froyo thing and getting flack and heat for that. So she released an eight-minute video yesterday. Eight minutes. Eight, 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 eight minutes. Eight. Eight. Trying to, eight I guess. Eight And what she was setting it up to be was essentially like an apology, kind of, for misinterpreting the messaging of the marketing and her video was titled trigger warning which you just pointed out these other things were triggers for her so that's funny but about two minutes into the video i was already lost she was trying to apologize and then she started to defend her feelings again and started to get a little bit heated and say you know what no it's okay blah blah blah. so you're confused and i'm confused trying to understand what the hell she's doing right now i think a woman like demi lovato who is triggered and suffers an emotional setback by dietary marketing should move straight the frick out of L.A. and get to Alabama or Missouri or Mississippi. That's funny, too, because in the beginning of her video, she goes, I think this is just an L.A. thing only. So let me explain for those. Here's what's going on in L.A. And then 30 seconds later, she goes, no, you know what? Screw it. This is for America or whatever. The entire country. So... 
Ugh. Yeah. It's, Other it's cities madness. in America have heard of diet. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no one diets like Los Angeles. Are you kidding me? Right. True. Come on. You're in the wrong town. That whole town should be a trigger for you. Mm-hmm. So she went on Twitter and complained about this frozen yogurt store because they had sugar-free cookies in there. And that literally is her complaint, right? Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. She somehow seemed to indicate that they were taunting her mm-hmm. or making her feel bad about struggles that she's had with dieting. Am I reading between the lines on that? She had an eating disorder, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So am I reading between the lines correctly on this thing? I believe She doesn't talk to. about this eating disorder thing, but I know about it. So it seems to me when she says triggering, that that's what she's referring. She's, I'm trying to read between the lines. Yeah, she it. spoke about uh, anorexia and bulimia in her video yesterday. The eight minute? Yeah. yeah. What do they call that when, uh, I'm not saying Demi Lovato is a nut job. Period. Not. When there's a nut job out there, they put, can make a manifesto. Yes. Okay. Did Demi Lovato post an eight minute manifesto? <laughs> that's what it sounds like. She threatened this frozen yogurt store, the Big Chill, by sending direct messages to them saying, quote, you don't want to mess with me. Mm. And I think the Big Chill is going, we don't want anything to do with you at all. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't pick this fight. Mm -mm. We didn't do anything here. We're just open for people to come in and get some frozen yogurt and a cookie. And enjoy their day. You're the one who walked in here and didn't like what we had and went on Twitter and bad-mouthed us. So now she's been caught threatening this store because she's doing private DMs to the store saying, you don't want to mess with me. Well, the store turned right around and published these private direct messages. And she added, this is my favorite part, in the apology, she says... I had no intentions of bullying a small business. Mm. How is you don't want to mess with me? Not bullying. Not threatening. I see it as such. It totally is. I'm out on this girl. Yeah, me too. Sorry to say it too, because I thought for a minute she was showing some promise, but then all of a sudden, a sad thing when a cookie can trigger you, but I guess it can happen. Cookie's going to trigger us all coming up here when Cookie (laughs) does a sports. That's a segue for everybody. With a chainsaw, doing sports next on KGB. Home of the DSC. KGB. This hour of the show is brought to you by Serene Health. Experiencing loss of control, worrying, Difficulty performing tasks at work and home at school. Maybe that's anxiety. Everybody's got some. Serene Health can help. Schedule a video visit with your therapist. All the major insurances are accepted at Serene Health. Call 844-SERENE-8. It's 844-SERENE-8. And the Chainsaw will do sports next on KGB. Hi, guys. It's Tani Katane here. You rock. You rock for listening to Emily, Dave, and Crenshaw. Take care. The Dean of American Sportscasters. Crenshaw. 101 KGB. All right. Quite an accolade 
did there at Crenshaw. Thank you. Nice. Nice. All right. Big fan of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Let's now get a sports update here on 101.5 KGB. Good morning. Well, good morning, and thank you, David. And hello again, everybody, in the sports world. Despite 13 strikeouts from Joe Musgrove in his first home start since his no-hitter, the Padres' offense was underwhelming last night Uh in the glove. The kick and pitch. Slider bounce to the right side. A fair ball. Here has got it. Steps on the bag, and the ball game is over. The Brewers take game one of this three-game series with the San Diego Padres' final score. Brewers three, Padres one. And the loss drives the Padres to 10-8 on the year and into third place behind the Giants. Three-and-a-half games. Back of the first place, Dodgers. Padres, Brewers again tonight in the Glove. First pitch, 7 10. Former Helix High School star Alex Smith, the 14 year NFL veteran, three time All Pro who came back from a devastating leg injury, almost amputated, almost died. 17 surgeries. The 2020 Comeback Player of the Year announced his retirement yesterday. And why not? He's 36, came all the way back from that devastation, has a beautiful family, a net worth of $55 million. Way to go, Alex. Yeah. He finishes with 199 career touchdown passes. 199. 199. What does that remind me of? Oh, yes. Tom Brady was the 199th pick mm. in the 2000 NFL draft, something that he will remind you of at the drop of a slice of avocado toast, hopefully face up so you can still eat it up. Anyway, it's what has motivated him all these years. You know, the fact that 32 teams passed on him as many as six times apiece before the Patriots finally took him with the 199th pick. Brady, Tom Brady even formed a production company called 199 Productions, which produces a content of on, you know, on a plethora of platforms, which is plausible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fresh off winning his seventh Super Bowl, Tom Tom will turn 44 this summer, and after knee surgery, he hopes to be ready to go for the 2021 season. I feel pretty good, and I push myself pretty hard. So uh-huh. I feel pretty good. I don't know if I could go this week, but uh-huh. we'll see how things play out. Yeah. But it's, a, it's a long time between yeah. now and you know the beginning of the season. Yeah. Just be smart about all these different yeah. things we have to do and fulfill. And stuff like that. He's really neat. And his supermodel wife, Giselle Bunchen, has been telling him for years, what more do you have to prove? Yet, at age 40, she continues to be a supermodel. Uh, but Tom is supporting her by encouraging her to stay in top shape, which isn't always a great idea, is it, Seth Myers? Federal regulators on Saturday issued an emergency safety warning for Peloton's Tread Plus treadmill. The warning reads, do not get this for your wife unless she explicitly asks for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in the national Valley. I'm out last night at a famous restaurant. I don't know if I can mention the name on the album. It might not be nice. Uh, it rhymes with Fred Robster. And, uh, it's a great place to go. Just don't sit next to the tank where they keep the lobsters. Very depressing. The lobsters always have that look of, any word from the governor? That's why you have to have like four or five drinks and then order. Because once you're drunk, you don't care who you send to their death in a boiling pot. Now you're drunk, and they're going, can we help you? And you got that Emperor of Rome attitude. Yes. Bring me the brown one. He amuses me. <laughs> the impertinent one on the right. Seize him! <laughs> Have him boiled immediately. Do you like a beverage? Wine! 
Bring me wine! <laughs> Would there be anything else? Yes, find out why all the Romans in the movies have English accents. Skipal <laughs> <laughs> Association. Golden State Warriors superstar Steph Curry is on a tear. 49 points in last night's win over the Sixers, becoming the first person in NBA history, aged 33 or more, to score 30 or more points in 11 straight games, surpassing Kobe Bryant's record of 10. Also last night, Golden State bench warmer Kelvin Williams became the 5,297th player, aged 21 or over, to score zero points in 43 consecutive games. So two reasons to celebrate at Golden State today. If you say so. In other sports, forever. Ask that guy passing you on northbound eight. That's a good idea. And this is your 101.5 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, my. San Diego's legendary 101.5. The home of DSC Mornings. Emily, your happy crackpot news looms. Yes, it does. It's imminent. Any second, it's going to blort forth. <laughs> Are you in pre-blort mode? I am. All right, standby. Blorting is coming. I want you to know the return of Mayride is happening this year. It's back. Got the option to choose your day in May. Or join Clint for a ride on Saturday, May 15th, starting at Biggs, Harley-Davidson, in San Marcos. You know, the May Ride raises funds for so many great causes, for the armed services, YMCA, enhancing the lives of military members and their families. It's such a great cause and so much fun. Get more details on May Ride. It's got the ultimate website, mayride.com. The great, the fun, the always happy and joyful Clint August. What are you hitting me uh, with in the crackpot news next year? 420, man. Oh, exciting. <laughs> I see so many news stories in my prep today. Though. Is that it's right? 420. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> As if these stoners weren't smoking weed, the other 364. Right. They wait right. for their holiday. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a one day. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to have a discussion. We'll see. Um, Earlier, we were talking about the house. Yeah. And how the parents were trying to help that family out by giving them a great deal on a house. Well, if a dad has set up a wedding fund for the daughter and the daughter doesn't want to have a wedding, does she still get the money? They set up a fund for a wedding. Mm hmm. The wedding's not happening. Right. And someone's wondering, does she still get money for a wedding that isn't happening? The daughter still wants the cash the dad saved for her. I have a very, very (laughs) quick answer for you. First, let's get a traffic check with Sarah. She's waving at me. She's flashing lights. You don't know about the traffic jam. Well, we actually have a traffic jam right now. Well, stop everything. This is unheard of. Please. We have a sailor, unfortunately, on the 94 westbound. No. At the 125. An accident is blocking the two left lanes and traffic is stopped from Kenwood Drive. All right. And that's it. Uh, this traffic report was sponsored by the Auto Club of Southern California. Want auto insurance with great savings and peace of mind? The choice is clear. Auto insurance through the Auto Club. Get your free quote today at AAA.com slash insurance. You could save an average of $537 a year. Do you think we could convince the jury at the Derek Chauvin trial to drop what they're working on right now? And try and come up with an answer on this question about whether or not the daughter gets the money now that there's not going to be a wedding. It's a well, much bigger mm, question. It is. 
But they're sequestered. I don't know if we have access to them. Are they sequestered? They are. Hmm. I thought they, I, I didn't know they were, I thought they weren't. And that was one of the big problems. They weren't up until closing arguments were completed. And then they were sequestered for the uh, deliberation part. I see. Well, let me play a little what if with you mm-hmm. as we get ready for you to blort. Hmm? Let's put you on this Derek Chauvin jury for a second here. Okay. All right. So you've got the case now. Mm-hmm. All of you guys, mm-hmm. you're all on the jury now. You've mm-hmm. got the case. All the arguing, arguing is done. But you know, it's pretty obvious that if you come back with a not guilty verdict, country is going to riot. Okay. So if you're at all undecided on any of the charges against him, do you think to yourself, well, I got to throw this guy to the wolves to save the country from tearing itself apart? No, that's not part of the decision. If I'm undecided, I better go back and look at the evidence again and figure out a piece of evidence that supports one way or the other. You don't let this... Because this is on their minds. This is clearly Mm -hmm. part of their struggle right now. They know this. I'm sure. They weren't kept secret from this. No, they weren't sequestered. No, they weren't sequestered. And and from what you told me, they don't even sequester people properly anymore because they give them their phones. Gave them their phone during lunch yesterday. They might as well have lunch in the (laughs) CNN newsroom at that point. So do you let that that ugly part of the puzzle in your mind when you're making up your decision on this guy? If you can't decide one way or the other and you're thinking to yourself, geez, if I come back with not guilty... I mean, you've got to be thinking about that no matter what. Even if you think he's not guilty, you got to be struggling with that part of the decision. Sure, it's not a try or not a jury that I would want to sit on mm. because mm. I feel like those jurors, their identities will somehow come out and need to go into hiding. Yeah, if, if things don't, either, either side is going to be angry. They already. There was one witness for the defense who, uh, there was a home he used to live in, he no longer lives in, but they didn't realize that, and they took a pig head and blood to it over the weekend. People are just out of their minds, so I I have empathy for these jurors. Mm -hmm. Anyone else got a thought on that? Pretend jurors? If I'm undecided, uh, the outside stuff has nothing to do with with my decision. How do you block that out? Uh, you, you can't block it. You can block it out from the decision-making process, yeah. and that's what I would do. I would separate the two. It'd be awful. It'd be an awful conundrum, but I'd have to stick to the judicial process of you think judging you could? the case. Yes, I could, but it'd be awful. It would be awful, but I could do that. Could you do it, sir? Could you block it all out? I couldn't. That's oh. why I'd be such a lousy jurist. I wouldn't be able to block it out. I would like to, th- I would like to think that at the very end of the day, I could come up with the right solution and if he's not guilty I could say I don't find him guilty and not be scared or influenced I'll be scared but not be Mm. fully influenced by the outside Mm. so all you guys are you guys are all able to block that are you two more I think I I hope that I could I would need to Mm -hmm. you can't uh, let that influence you it does though I mean, they're having to deal, the real world is they have to deal with that right now. That's a terrible responsibility that these people are having to deal with right now. They know it. 
they know that if they're coming back with a not guilty on this, that there's going to be trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there won't be trouble no matter what. I suspect there will. Right. I think if they throw the book at this guy and give him every single charge of the worst penalty, they're still going to riot. Yeah. I still I still think that. Well, if if that's your thought, then then damned if you do, damned if you don't. So then it doesn't have an influence in your decision. I think it'll be worse, though, if they come right. back with if they come back with any kind of not guilty. I think it's just going to be God awful. Yes. Much worse. God awful. Yeah. I don't have control over them and their actions. The mm-hmm. people that are so motivated to go to the streets and bring their cries out there. I don't have control over the people that are out there doing those things. I have control over my decision and the judicial process. You actually do have a little control over it because if you come back with guilty, you do have influence. How about that? Over the mood from the decision of the jury. It's an awful responsibility, and that's the truth. That's what these people are having to deal with. They do actually have influence over what is going to happen. So do you just throw this guy to the wolves and say, forget it? No. He's got to go. No, I look at the evidence that was presented, Mm -hmm. and I look at the charges. And did they meet the burden of proof on each charge? Mm Mm-hmm. And what do you do with Maxine Waters at this point? Don't put her in front of camera. I don't. Well, you can't tell a politician not to go in front of a camera. I think it's dangerous to give. (sighs) Go ahead. Platforms to. They're entertainment shows. News stations are entertainment shows. Mm. So they're going to give platforms to people on both sides to make outrageous comments to fire people up because they want ratings. And it's maddening and irresponsible. Like, I'm mad at the the news people who give them the platforms, but I get they're in a ratings thing where they need viewers. Do you think the responsible <laughs> thing is to watch what Maxine Waters said? And then not put it on the air? Well, you're just amplifying her message. But you're also outing her as a complete lunatic, which is an important feature of the news. News. I can't hear anything other than news. Right. I don't even care about the topic anymore. Now, I don't know if you heard what Maxine Waters said, but uh, she came out yesterday, right when the jury got the trial got the case maxine waters who is a united states congresswoman from here in southern california Mm -hmm. and she told she said that if this comes back as not guilty then people who would be so inclined to demonstrate and riot need to go out and what were the words she used I have the audio coming up, so I don't have the transcript, and I don't recall. To number, be more confrontational was the three. was the buzzword I had. got it right here. If nothing does not happen, then we know uh, that we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. We got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. Okay, so she says we got to be out in the streets, and we got to be more confrontational. Mm-hmm. Now, you want to hear what the judge said about that yesterday? Yeah. Here you go. I'm aware of the media reports. 
I'm aware that Congressman Waters was talking specifically about this trial. This is the judge in the Chauvin murder trial. Right. Because the attorneys have said, hey, judge, Mm -hmm. did you hear this congresswoman out yesterday? Mm -hmm. Throw this case out. Mm -hmm. And so he's responding to that request for an acquittal. Right. About the unacceptability of uh, anything less than a murder conviction and talk about being confrontational. But you can submit the press articles about that. This goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case, especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch and our function. I think if they want to give their opinions, they should do so in a respectful and in a manner that is consistent with their oath to the Constitution to respect a co-equal branch of government. Their failure to do so, I think, is abhorrent, but I don't think it has prejudiced us with additional uh, material that would prejudice this jury. They have been told not to watch the news. I trust they are following those instructions. Mm. I like this guy a lot right up until he says that. That's just foolish. Yeah. That's just silly. And that's what makes our job as a juror even more challenging. You know, Chris and Emily, it sounds like we're on the same page where we have to do it on the basis of the evidence in the case right. and not the outside stuff, even if we hear it. And, and that's is, a huge challenge. And, of course, they have. And the default is he's innocent until proven guilty. You don't have to prove I, his innocence. I know that. My question to you as a juror that's, yeah. is, would you default to guilty if you thought it would save the country from tearing itself apart? No. Well, that's, it's, it's, you know, that's, that's the William Jennings Bryan handbook on how to be a proper juror but the reality is they're dealing with that and that's a terrible terrible responsibility uh-huh. for these 12 people i certainly wouldn't want that job right. i could see myself thinking about that you'll have the latest on that yes. and what else are you blorting about uh, we're gonna blurt about guns and dumb criminals and kim kardashian not necessarily in that order. Because Kim should always be first. It's next on KGB. Hey, Alexa, play 101.5 KGB on iHeartRadio. There he goes bossing me around again. And Emily, yeah, she don't know what she's done to me. I swear that she is the one for me, but she'll never know unless I tell her so. All right. Let's get right after it. Tepe crackpot news time. She's ready to blort. <laughs> what do you have for us? Ask and you shall receive. All right, blort Kim away. Kardashian. Yes. She's single again, so everyone is trying to hit her up. A so-called source says people are reaching out through mutual friends and people that she's worked with. People are also trying to reach her via DM. They're trying to set her up with royal family members, A-list actors, athletes, billionaire CEOs, and radio drummers. Now, if we had uh, Kim Kardashian in here for an interview, Chris Borsch, she was blown through town and was trying to uh, get some sizzle for her girdles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And she asked you out for dinner. Would you go? Sure. Why not? Why not? Not if we're going to have some vegetarian crap or, you know. <laughs> Some awful thing that she might like. Well, aren't but you going to be in charge of where? Why is she in charge of that? You said she asked me out. Well, are you not going to? Are you going to do that? You would. You would go where she wants. She would take you out for dinner. Well, you said she's. She yes, asked you she out asked for you out for dinner. Would you not immediately become the gentleman and say, "I'll pick you up. We'll. I'll take you to the Godfather." 
That would be excellent. Yeah. The veal's the finest in the city. Yeah, I would. Uh, but I, if she said, well, can we have the fork to table tractor thing? No. Right. I No. You would. So that would be the problem. The meal, not the whole spectacle of going out with Kim Kardashian and the paparazzi and all that goes along with that. It's what you ate for dinner that would be the deciding factor. Yeah. I see. All yeah. right. Well, that makes perfect sense. No. No. <laughs> what do you mean? It doesn't make any sense at all. Sure, why not? Except if I don't like the food. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's it, huh? Well, it's got to be a, a quality experience. I see. All right. Otherwise, what's the point? I'm going out with a big out? star. But going out with a big star. Well, as you point out, there's going to be a lot of hassle associated with it and people and cameras and stuff. So well, it's... everything that she does mm-hmm. is an event. Yeah. She chronicles it either on social media or just out on the streets with photographers and whatnot. They follow her 24 hours a day. So you're going to get swept away in this, at least for one romantic dinner day. Then we better go to the Godfather because it's going to be delicious. And I'm not having that other crap if I have to put up with all the rest of that. It's a bargain. It's a I, lot for you to put up with this. Put up with a lot of crap. Uh-huh. Have a great dinner. Yeah. That's an offset. I see. Put up with a lot of crap and eat some chinchilla steak. A chinchilla? What? Wait a minute. That's <laughs> what they're serving steak? at the Fresh to Farm? It's chinchilla steaks? It's a chinchilla farm, David. That's I see. Right. Uh-huh. Or, you know, some hmm. vegan crap. No, we're not doing that. You wouldn't want a vegetable dinner? No. When's the last time you had yourself a nice big plate of vegetables? It wasn't this millennium, was it? Uh, no, nah, I didn't think so. Well, I had a I had a uh, pre-made salad about uh, a week ago. And there was nothing in it that was, uh, it was all vegetables? No chicken or anything in it? Uh, well, I, I think it had a little chicken in it. Yeah. yeah it was a, that's a not vegetarian. See, yeah. that's not vegetarian. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. Well. Let's get the word out to Kim. Mm-hmm. And if she plans on catching Chris Boyer's fancy, it has to be a, a meat and potatoes kind of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Very yes. good. And let me know so I can clean out the dog fur from the blazer because, you know, I, I want to be a gentleman. You want to be the driver? Yeah. I see. Yeah. All right. Very good. Kim's not exactly looking at the moment, but she's also keeping an open mind. She'd like to happen organically, though. That's nice. Mm-hmm. See, more organic crap. I'm not interested. You don't want that. <laughs> I'm not interested. Uh, okay. Give me a steak. All right. Very good. <laughs> Yesterday in the Derek Chauvin trial, closing statements were made. The prosecution ended their closing statements with this remark. Number one. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Oh, sorry. I wasn't ready for you to blow I know you were ready to cookie. That's right. <laughs> I did prepare a news cookie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This case is exactly what you thought when you saw it. You can believe your eyes. It's exactly what you believed. It's exactly what you saw with your eyes. It's exactly what you knew. It's what you felt in your gut. It's what you now know in your heart. This wasn't policing. This was murder. The defendant is guilty of all three counts. All of them. Then the defense had their turn. They took a couple hours with their closing statements, placing in their emphasis on what reasonable doubt is and saying this, number two. I heard that they went, the Grinch who stole Christmas defense. They said he was born with a heart that was two sizes too small. Hmm. Did you hear that? I did not hear that. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's true. I submit to you that the state has failed 
to meet its burden of proof beyond a reasonable doubt. All right. The jury was then dismissed to begin deliberating, which they have been out for seven hours, eight minutes and 49 seconds now. Jury deliberating watch. Verdict watch. CNN. They got nothing better to do. Mm-mm. That head anchor over there, while they're waiting for the jury behind closed doors, is just doing card tricks for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. The other seven commentators don't know what to do now. Mm-hmm. Except tell you what they've been doing for the past few days. Right. Mm-hmm. Outside of the I court- think you should make a quarter come out of someone's ear. Do Ooh. some card tricks. Do some fun things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be entertaining. Better than what they've been doing for the last two weeks. God. <laughs> Outside of the courtroom, Representative Maxine Waters was speaking with reporters, and a reporter asked her, how should people react if Chauvin is found not guilty? This is what she had to say. Number three. If nothing does not happen, then we know uh, that we've got to not only stay in the street, but we've got to fight for justice. We've got to stay on the street, uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they, th- they know that we need business. Now, what is it? Does that not sound like a call to violence? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, this is the same Democrat Congress that subpoenaed President Trump for the comments he made about how we've got to get out there and fight to win this election, which I believe he had already lost. They impeached him for that. What did I say? Subpoenaed. I beg your pardon. Yeah. Isn't that the same thing? Uh, no, impeachment is a uh, mark on your record. A subpoena is that you got to show up and testify. So they impeached the president, and uh, he said, We got to get out and fight. Yep. Maxine Waters just said, We got to get out and fight. Yeah. Do you think that they will hold her to the same accountability? Do I think they will? Yeah. If we get into this whole, you know, you got to do what's fair and what's right. You didn't like it then. Do you like it now when your people do it? Which is never a satisfying argument. No. Uh, I know that some... uh, Who's the very splashy one on the Republican side? Marjorie Green? Taylor? Taylor Green? The Georgia lady. Yes. Yes. She has already submitted paperwork to get her removed. So... Naturally. That side is already starting. Sadly, no one pays any attention to what she says because she's loony. (laughs) Well, maybe they'll get on her side. On this but the, Democrat, the Democrats who were screaming bloody murder mm-hmm. about this insurrection that happened at the Capitol, mm-hmm. which they blamed on President Trump, mm-hmm. who said, we need to get out and fight mm-hmm. for our rights. And then they blamed that riot on him mm-hmm. and they impeached him for it because mm-hmm. they said it was his fault for stirring people up and causing that riot. Now, this woman has gone out and said the same words and then some. She went over the top on that. Are they going to have the same reaction are they going to scream bloody murder about that no i think they no, will they get won't slippery they will say that um in january it was an attempt to overthrow our government and a fair election and this time they'll say they are um demonstrating their civil rights and it's a civil rights movement and therefore it's okay and that, i think that's that, how they'll right i think that's how they'll delineate it right or wrong i think that's what they'll stand for. right and so for people like me who have tried to see both sides and, okay, I want to I give people the chance to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And if they don't do the right thing by this, then they've lost all respect from me. All of it. If the party itself, if the Democrat Party itself, which impeached the president for what they say was inflammatory words mm-hmm. that stirred people up, 
If they don't do the same thing when their side does it, then they've lost all respect. And I, it won't be just me. No. And only a greater and deeper divide now between the two sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a shame. But they've lost everything that they stand for if they let this slide. Their hypocrisy becomes nothing but in the pure spotlight. And yet they won't do anything. No, they won't. I want them to. I want them to demonstrate the ability to say, hey, we judge fairly regardless of what side of the aisle you're on. I want to see that happen. From either side. And again, now, strategically speaking, forget about politics, just strategically speaking, this is a golden opportunity for them to demonstrate how fair they are. A perfect opportunity to say, we don't stand for this from anybody Mm -hmm. because that's not what is good for America. So we're going to take a hit for this on our side. And we're going to show you that we don't stand for this. When it comes to our house, we don't stand for it. We don't take it from anybody, not even our own team. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect strategic opportunity for them to look good. That's what I wonder if they understand is they can win something with this thing. Will they? Would they convince a Republican that that was a good move? It would convince me. I I would say nicely done. But this is not the first time Maxine Waters has been a lunatic. You know, a year and a half or two years ago, if you see anybody out from that administration, meaning the Trump administration, you get around them. You tell them they're not welcome here. You tell them to get out of here. Yeah, it's true. And it should be clear to them now that she's not a responsible person. And she does not stand for the values that the Democrat Party claims to espouse, that they claim to hold near and dear to themselves. Mm -hmm. And they should look at this as a golden strategic opportunity for them to elevate themselves in a very dark and troubled time in this country's history and say, we're not going to have that on our side. Mm -hmm. We're not. We're going to weed our garden here. We're going to clean up our side of the street. Maybe we can't do anything about the Republicans, but we can certainly... Tend to our own mess here. And I would urge them to do that on so many levels. We'll see if they do anything. Mm-hmm. What else do you have? Um, I mean, is Maxine Waters, is the loss of Maxine Waters any great loss to the political party? No, it isn't. It would make them look good. They're like still in power. Yeah, it would. They're still in power by a long shot. It's not going to hurt them. You replace her with someone, you know. What, seriously, what's the great loss there? She's no leader. Um, do they get to name her replacement or does it go up for a vote? I would make that I would make that certainly part of the thing. But even if even if they put a Republican in, they still don't lose the power. They don't lose the balance of power. OK, I didn't they know don't. how close it was. No, that it's side. pretty close. They only have about two or three votes for the, that they can let that go. So because they only have a, a five. Well, they f- believe in what they say or they don't. Right. They don't. So which one is it? Is it about your power position or is it what you claim in front of the cameras when you were saying you feared for your lives and we can't have this and we can't have violence and we can't have these people dying? Which one is it? You can't have both. Yeah, It's never about ethics. Well, then, <laughs> then just say it then. Have some balls and say it. And in, in the Capitol riot, the, the only person who was shot was an unarmed white woman from California. 
And the cop who died. The I, last know, one I know, died I know, I know, I know. All right, what else do we stroke. have? I know, I know. What else do we have? Eight loud bangs were recorded in Maya Miliette's neighborhood on the night she went missing, and they have been identified as gunshots by a forensic audio expert. They were caught on a neighbor's security camera, recorded at 10 p.m. on January 7th, the night that she went missing. The audio has some background hiss, but experts say that noise can be removed. Um, one This expert that is going through it, he said, it's not like you see on TV where someone just pushes a button and it's magically cleaned up. We have to go through it. What are you talking day. about? Uh-huh. You're crazy. But, I've seen it happen. I know. Uh, he has listened to the tape and he says, you know, with all his years of expertise, they are gunshots. I don't have a question about that. They do sound like they're indoors, at least the first few of them. He has not analyzed all eight shots completely. But um, he's there's a scene in The Fugitive now. with the Harrison Ford. He makes a phone call and they've got the message on someone's voicemail. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's say he's leaving a message. This guy's wanted by the authorities because although he's wrongly accused, he's still a convicted murderer, even though he was wrongly accused. And so he's leaving a message for someone. And Tommy Lee Jones and his team of forensic specialists are listening to this message from a voicemail. And they're like, hey, can you turn down the background noise for me? As if Kanye West is sitting there with a mixing board with 90 channels. Uh Let me turn down the background noise for you there, Detective Tommy Lee Jones. It's a one channel sound from a phone. Mm -hmm. And people think this is this can happen. Right. Naturally. I also like the picture taken from Mars. Of Earth, mm. where everything's all blurry inside. Always, could you sharpen that up for me? Why I can make that magnified like it was uh. taken with an atomic microscope. Of course I can. Uh, no, it's in one pixel. I don't think we can clear that up for you. <laughs> yeah, none of those things are really possible in real life. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They literally did. You should have seen this guy in The Fugitive in the police mixing room. Mm. He had a mixing board and was turning down channels of background noise to where they had only isolated Harrison Ford and the conductor of an L train yelling out the location of where he was making the phone call. How convenient. Oh. (laughs) Magic. Jelly Bean Benitez sent a congratulatory (laughs) note about the mixology. It was fantastic. (laughs) What else do we have? Here in our county, uh, nearly two-thirds of everyone, 16 and over, have at least received one of the vaccine doses. Dr. Wilma Wooten told the San Diego City Council's COVID-19 Response and Recovery Committee the region has the best vaccination rate in Southern California. Uh, You're welcome. Number nine. You're welcome. I'm fully clotted as of today. Yes. Mm -hmm. You want to hear what Wilma has to say? Yeah. We have now 189 pharmacies that get vaccines directly from CDC to the pharmacies, and they are distributed all over San Diego. So we have five super stations, vaccination sites that can vaccinate over 5,000 daily. We have 28 county and partner vaccination sites, and then the pharmacies. Our uh, daily, or our two-week rolling positivity rate is at 1.8%, so staying nice and low. So I celebrate uh, two weeks today from my vaccine. I'm fully immortal. And Chris <laughs> Boyer celebrates two weeks of uh, continuing to put it off, uh-huh. even though he says he's going to do it, uh-huh. which is never, ever going to happen. No. All right, round two, Crackpot News. It's coming your way. What are you going to talk about? 
Uh, we're going to hear the new single from Paris Jackson. And then if dad saved money for your wedding, but you didn't want to have a wedding, you still get the cash? I know the answer to that question, but we're going to wait until you bring it to us in round two. Okay. Do you know the answer to that question? I have a, an opinion on it. Absolutely. Okay. I hope it's none of your sensitive, deep thinking Emily thoughts where you've put like a lot of thought into it and come up with something really thoughtful. No, no. The snap judgment. Thank God. Home of the DSC. KGB. Here, Dave. No, 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 no. On the mother-in-law's house, my issue with this is control. If I own a house, I own the house. I don't want anyone putting unreasonable restrictions on me, what I can or cannot do with my house, especially under your mother-in-law's control. Love your show. That's Mike, who uh, is not going to take a $200,000 instant profit. It's very hurtful to Emily. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not going to take that $200,000 profit if he has to live with blue carpeting. I just can't do it. And I had so many people writing in. I can't wait till the moment Emily regrets once again agreeing with Chris Boyer. (laughs) Boyer and Emily were on uh, the same side on this one. Mm -hmm. We had the letter from Bethany earlier today. Bethany's husband, uh, his parents, would like to sell them their house. Yeah. house he grew up in. Mm $200,000 under the market value. But the mother loves the house so much, just the way she has it, that the condition is you can't change anything, including her royal blue carpet. By the way, is royal blue carpet something bad? I see it like in like the Oval Office and stuff like that. I don't know. I guess it's not homey. It's not. Yeah, it wouldn't be my first pick for a homey, yeah. homey I had house. Blue, yeah, I mean, my house where I grew up had blue carpet. When we got rich enough to have carpet, <laughs> I should say. Uh, that was my mother's favorite color, blue. Everything was blue in the house. Avocado green. No, it was blue. In, in my home. I see. And uh, But uh, Emily and Boyer said, I don't care what color the carpet is. If I'm getting $200,000 off the price of a house, I'm taking it. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Most everyone else, including KUSI's Paul, Lauren, and Mark this morning on TV said, It's can't do it. can't do it. <laughs> so they passed. On a house that was, uh, I don't know, 30, 40% under the market value. Yeah. And these people are, you know, young family with kids, and uh, they do not have a home. No. So they're passing on it because of the color of the carpet. True story. Idiot. Oh, well. Oh, I'm not going to go that far. Yeah. You just called Jughead and Princess Idiots over here. Idiots. Oh. Wow. It's hurtful. You're calling it did hurt. You're calling Dave an idiot. I mean, $200,000. You backed off a little bit. (laughs) Look, I like Dave. We know, but you just called him an idiot. Even though he's an idiot, I like him. (laughs) Well, Emily's Crackpot News is brought to you by On the Border, Mexican Grill and Cantina, now open for indoor and outdoor dining, and all your favorite mouth-watering Mexican favorites and margaritas are waiting for you. In Mira Mesa and Escondido, we got takeout and delivery, too. What else do we have here? What about this... This bride. Yeah, while we're talking about parents and money. You know, just uh, difficulties with money and family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's a dad who says he's not wealthy, but he worked really hard and he saved 
a good chunk of change for his daughter's wedding. Do you want to know how much now? Or do you I do. It's, it makes a big difference on the answer. here. $35,000. Okay. And she decided, you know what? I'm going to elope. But then she asked, Dad, can I still have the money? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, you didn't have a wedding. So I went ahead and used that money to replace my old car and take a little vacation. Now, the daughter is mad at him and his ex-wife is mad at him. But he <laughs> thinks what he did was logical. When is his ex-wife not right? mad at him? How uh-huh. is that? That's I, redundant. Oh, sorry. My bad. No wedding, no wedding fun, right? Yeah. And he said, I never told her it was a fund for her to use on whatever. I paid for her college and planned on paying for her wedding. But beyond that, didn't plan on paying her way through life. So, yeah. what side are you on? Oh, I'm on dad's side. Mm-hmm. Dad, it, you know... I don't care what he said he was saving the money for. If he declared this is going to be for your college or for whatever. Mm -hmm. And the people said, well, thanks, but no thanks. We're not going to do that. Then uh, he's off the hook. Mm -hmm. And he can do whatever he wants with the money. Mm -hmm. Absolutely 100%. There is no other answer. Right? Is there? No, I agree. Live it up, Dad. Your daughter didn't want a wedding. Good on her. But... That's your damn money that you worked hard for. Of course it is. Enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. princess. You're not giving $35,000 to just do whatever. No, that wasn't part of the deal. Mm-mm. It wasn't part of the deal, which seems so difficult to understand sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what if the carpet somehow wine got... It's not part of the deal. Replace it with blue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone on daughter's side? Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't. I, this is a slam dunk for me. Demi Lovato might be on the daughter's side, <laughs> but Demi's making a career about being on the wrong side of things mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Is anyone taking her side on social media? Only a few. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like when I'm on the side of the masses. Mm-hmm. All right. Number 10. Here we go. Oh, that's good stuff. You want to hear more of that? Who was that? Was that Taylor Swift? No. Uh, was that Britney Spears? Nope. Of course it wasn't Britney Spears. Someone was singing. <laughs> could be. Britney Spears could be taking okay, credit David. for this. David. It might be that Paris Jackson is the true voice of Britney Spears. Oh, after all these years. Yeah. Did Britney come in and push Paris out of the way and David. mouth along to the song? Oh. It's my new song. Great stuff. What was that? The song? Yeah. It's called Wilted. It's the title track from her new album. Oh, she's got a whole album? (laughs) You mean she didn't just abuse us with a single? (laughs) Oh, no. We've got a life sentence here? Uh Another nine. Tell me it's just an EP. It's just like four songs. No, I think it was 10 or 12 when I looked. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, 11 tracks. No, no, sorry. Yeah, 11 tracks. Uh, so Paris wants you to know that she was she had a great foundation and was rooted in her father's strong morals. She says we were very privileged growing up, but when it came to things like getting toys and going on the rides at Neverland Ranch, we had to earn that. 
Mm-hmm. She said her father made it very clear to us that those rides and the zoo were for underprivileged children, children who were sick and couldn't go to Disneyland. <sighs> Thanks, Dad. Mm-hmm. Thanks for buying six flags and letting everyone go on it except us. And for dick. kids he wanted to groom. Dad's a dick. Mm-hmm. He would be like, oh, you want to go to Toys R Us and get five toys? Great. You need to read five books, and I will test you on those books. Poor little Paris had to get drunk and pretend she was a little boy. Get <laughs> daddy special treats. <laughs> what? Where's the Jesus Am I wrong Jesus? on that? I don't <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure we all heard about that, didn't we? Yeah. But the, the strong morals is the important part that, that she mentioned. All right. All right. What else is in the news today? <laughs> I was very excited. Uh-huh. Yeah. There is uh, some epic level passive aggressiveness going on in this story. Oh. For almost three years, someone has been littering in the front of the same house, specifically throwing empty coffee cups on the lawn. And no one knew who was doing it. And so finally, um, the couple that lived there, Ed and Cheryl Patton, decided they wanted to get a security camera to figure out who's doing this. They attached it to a tree, but it didn't give them a good shot of the person. Then a neighbor saw someone pull up in a minivan and litter the lawn with Mm. the coffee cups and drive away. So they Mm. got their license plate number. And it turned out it was one of Cheryl's old co-workers who still had held a grudge. 76-year-old Larry has spent the last three years just dumping coffee cups from his van in her yard every single day. Yeah. She says she couldn't believe someone would be that petty, especially that late into their 70s. He's facing harassment and littering charges. You know, a million years ago, Chainsaw had just moved into a new house. Mm. And uh, I was driving around up in his neighborhood. And I said, can I come over and see your new house? Mm -hmm. I just happened to be in his area. Come on over. So we drive up there and we see his new house. And you know how exciting it is when you get a new house. Mm -hmm. And you know how, how, uh, he keeps things so neat and tidy. Yeah. So we saw the new house from the outside. And we were very congratulatory. And as we were driving away, we threw all our McDonald's garbage <laughs> out the window no, onto his front yard, honking and laughing. And it didn't go over well. <laughs> it, the joke thudded. Uh-oh. It wasn't funny. You might as well have crashed oh, no. in his yard. No, he no, actually no. might have... And okay with that. That's he could terrible. have shuffled that. It didn't go over well. <laughs> that is so great. That is brand new house. <laughs> new construction, the whole thing. No Oof. one ever lived there. Uh, <laughs> All our garbage. Bags, cups, everything. Flying out the window. Oh, man. Honking. <laughs> <laughs> I totally papered my sister's house the, the day she moved into her uh, first ever house. Oh. She cried. <laughs> Oh, she was crying. Who cleaned it up? Shit. Not you. <laughs> wow. Her husband, he was pissed. <sighs> we woke them up as we were driving away because the dog started barking and she called. She was crying. You didn't get away with it, huh? She was so mad at you. Falling. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a cool. You don't sound that. Uh, it you was, don't sound. Remorse. It was a thud. Yeah. It did not go. Didn't over go well, over well. But I still thought it was. What'd funny. you do about it? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the laugh you don't want to hear against you. That's Sarah laugh. That's no. bad. Something bad's just happened. When I was a kid, that was a fun prank. And, and if you got your house toilet paper, it was like, ah, all right, I'm in on the joke. Okay, cool. And then you just got revenge on the people the next weekend. Did, was it that way in Chicago or was it more like a drive-by? Oh, my God. <laughs>
Uh, like a driveway. Is that an analogy? <laughs> yeah. That was like an analogy. <laughs> well, I think I'm one ahead in the uh, jar. In that, Chicago. No, I'm done with that. If you don't have exact change, I take what you give me. And it counts. So yesterday was a $2 analogy because you didn't have change. Where I grew up in Chicago, drive-bys were done with weapons, right. not Charmin. <laughs> right. Those were never fun. Never so, fun. But I have to say, if you were the victim of a, um, a, a TPing, it's not fun. I don't care if you think it's cool because you just made the cheerleading team or you're a popular kid and you got TP'd. Tell me how much fun it is taking it down. Cleaning it up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because you know how you're going to take it down. You're going to get about 20% of it down. You're going to be, you ain't yet. No, <laughs> it's not. Climb the tree. Right. Get every square down and fold it up nicely. We can use that still. <laughs> oh, it is a misery. And I have seen some epic, epic TPing jobs where you just want to cut the tree down. So forget it. <laughs> this tree is going to become paper anyway. Mm-hmm. Just take it down. Cut the tree down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we also there uh there was there were biscuitings that would happen in my neighborhood. We had one of the folks in our group of friends worked for a local chicken restaurant who was famous for their herbs and spices and their biscuits. And then after they would close down, the biscuits would go to the trash, or in this case, they would be randomly distributed in in the uh, yards of uh, friends. So you had ah, the, the legendary paper. biscuit tossing in the yard. Yeah. The legendary biscuit You only toss, did that yeah. one time in your life, didn't you, Sarah? You learned a lesson after you biscuited one time. TP would do that all the time, but the biscuits? Oh. I'm sorry I took the conversation here. That's <laughs> over the line, isn't it? Oh, you mean you never biscuited? What's it called, Boyer? Uh, biscuiting. You never did that? Huh, I missed out. Well, okay. You owe Emily a dollar there. I paid it. You, you threw it on the it. ground. It's not her job to pick up your trash. Come on. Thank you. You know that. There you go. boy. All right. Anything else in the crackpot news? Uh, this Minnesota this Minnesota man accused of just... He rubbed the dollar on his penis before he put it in the analogy jar. Because he's going to punish me for his bad behavior. It's his mistake, and mm-hmm. you shall suffer. Mm-hmm. That's right. Cool. All right. That's fine. All right. What else? Uh, so this guy, Luke Olchenbruns, att- uh, attacked a home improvement store employee with some lumber over a face mask dispute. This happened in Minnesota. He was spotted by an officer when he was leaving the store. And so the officer pulled him over following a slow speed chase through a mall parking lot. During the stop then, uh, this Luke jerk rolled up his truck window, trapping the officer's arm inside and drove off at 40 miles per hour while the officer was left standing on the truck's sideboard. Gee whiz. The officer then used his rescue hammer to shutter, uh, shatter the window and free his arm. Clever. Only for Luke to grab the hammer and hit the officer in the head. Uh-oh. Did his head shatter? <laughs> Thankfully, no. Oh, okay. He was hospitalized and then released, mm. and uh, Luke the jerk is... Did Luke get away? He did not. Oh. He is in custody on charges of first-degree assault with great I think maybe harm. they'd consider letting him slide, being clever as he is, rolling <laughs> up a cop arm and then using the window-breaking hammer back on the cop. Whew. If I'm on that jury, I'm letting Luke go. Oh, <laughs> bad precedent. That's pretty clever. Anything else? Uh, Friday morning, uh, cops in Ohio were at a high school running a drunk-driving 
educational event and they set up a a mock crash scene in the school's parking lot where they are warning students all about the dangers of drunk driving. And as they were doing the presentation, an actual drunk driver was kind enough to randomly speed through the parking lot. Oh, boy. (laughs) So cops were able to pause their presentation to stop the guy. We'll show you how this really works, kids. Yeah, they gave him a sobriety test right there and was arrested for drunk driving. How about that? That demo turned into quite... What a lesson for the little kids. <laughs> Talk about timing. On our website, 11kgp.com, check out that rubber suit that makes you look ripped while you're at the beach. We don't know what to do once you get the girl back to the bedroom. That's got to be disappointing when you take off your muscles. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a wiener <laughs> hole in there? You could just wear it while you're in the act? What do you mean? Just, you know, like cut a little wiener hole in the muscle suit and uh, keep it on while you're... Thrilling her. That's a good strategy for you, Chris Borg. Yeah. All right. What else do we have? Um, A a chicken rides on a Roomba. Check that out. The Aurora Borealis dancing across the star-filled sky. There's a 98-year-old man who sees a photo of his deceased wife come to life. And he cries. It's very touching. You put an old man crying videos on our website today? What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? I want videos of people taking a dump in Chainsaw's backyard. Well, That'd make it, that would make Chainsaw cry. You get, now you got your old man crying. There you go. That's her only girl moment today. <laughs> got it out of her system. She did. She, she was such a dude up until right then. And then check out the horrifying video of a restaurant worker who decides that unfinished steak is for me. I don't need utensils. I'm just going to gnaw on this steak that came back in from the restaurant. You don't like him eating strange leftovers? No. It just makes me feel bad. Have you ever participated in... um, What is it called when you have all kinds of different food? Buffet or uh, potluck? Potluck. Oh. Uh, room service potluck in the hallways of your hotel when you get back at 2 in the morning? You've done it, haven't you, princess? Guilty. (laughs) Hey, there's some good food there, right? Some of those people will order like a big dinner and not even take a bite out of it or maybe just a, maybe just lick the top of it and put it right back outside their room. Room service potluck. It's free room service. Nothing better at 3 a.m. Just Ew. roll that card on into my room. Oh, my God. What's the matter, boy? Just the way she admitted it, the way she said it. Oh, I know she's done it. The joy of it all. <laughs> KGB. Bethany's mother-in-law has caused a lot of email this morning here, Emily. I bet. Emily is like, mother-in-law, Emily said thank you. And virtually everyone else was on a different opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris Boyer. Chris Boyer and Emily are on the same side as they usually are. Yeah. <laughs> like an old married couple. <laughs> is that right, Boyer? You're on the same side as Emily? I am. You take the deal. It's 200 k Yeah. Now, mother-in-law is offering the house to them at $200,000 under the market value. So that takes care of not only being able to afford a house, but not even having to come up with a down payment, which they don't have. But the catch is they have to keep the house exactly the way mother has decorated it. And that's when all the sensitive people popped a gizzard. Isn't that right, Sarah? 
that. Can't do that. No. no. And uh, everyone on Good Morning San Diego agreed with Sarah and Chainsaw. Said, can't do that. Got this from Kat. She says, if I wanted someone to tell me what I can or cannot do with my house, I'd move into a homeowner's association. This mother-in-law is exerting too much control, and the fact that the husband is agreeing to it is more concerning. Thanks, but no thanks. If I bought it, it's mine, and you lose all control. You get zeros. Well, this this guy's going on and on and on. Like the $200,000 gift means nothing. Mm -hmm. You know? Tit for tat. And that in the Bible? I think Peter said that to Paul. Home of the DSC. Is 101.5 KGBFM. San Diego's classic rock. Want to hear some more email to the show? Of course. About things that we did today here. Dear Dave, as soon as Chris Boyer said, sure, why not, about going out on a dinner date with Kim Kardashian, I instantly knew he would have a butt-ton of issues with it. Uh-huh. So casual. Yeah, why not? Why not? Sure, why not? Except all as long as it <laughs> Love your show, and you're a very effective lover. That's Chris in Sorrento Valley. Dear Dave, just when you mentioned someone's going into celebrity heaven, my audio shuddered, and I missed the name. Hmm. Who died, please? That's Johnny checking in. Chris Moore, celebrity death czar. It's uh, Fritz Mondale. The vice president of the United States. Yes. And the guy who ran against Ronald Reagan and lost 49 states to one. And uh, and what was the name of the new band that was declared? Uh, the new band, stand by. It is Kicking the Corpse. Which you're doing right now. All right, very good. <laughs> Thank you, Death Star. Thank you, Johnny. Dear Dave, it would be rough if you were undecided in a case like this Derek Chauvin one. I watched as much of the testimony that I could. What tipped it for guilty for me was the medical expert witness that said after George Floyd took his last breath and stopped moving, Derek Chauvin kept his knee on the neck for three minutes and two seconds longer. That's Pete checking in. I asked the crew here how they would deal with the enormous responsibility that this jury deals with. It's bad enough when you are on a jury and you have the responsibility of perhaps sending someone to jail. Mm -hmm. That's tough. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if they deserve it, that's tough. But these people are dealing with a country that's in the blocks, on your mark, get set on rioting. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to be able to be stopped. I think they're too ready to go. Hmm. So an enormous and difficult burden for those people on the jury. And then I got this from John who says, I feel for these jurors. They're in a no-win situation. Mm-hmm. Now, he says either way they decide, half the country is going to be pissed off. I don't get that. I don't know that it's as 50-50 as our politics are. I don't think so. I, I haven't run into too many people with certain morning show drummers, to be the exception, who think he's not guilty. Oh, get in the Twitter comments. There are plenty. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. 
They definitely have to be thinking of the safety of themselves and their families. They're anonymous for now, but if their identities get out, then watch out, mm-hmm. especially if they decide not guilty. Yeah, again, another ridiculous responsibility for these people. Yeah, it sucks. Dear Dave, shouldn't Maxine Waters be impeached or recalled as she is blatantly saying what they assumed Trump was saying? She used the words fight and be confrontational. It's dangerous. Love your show, Pat. Yeah. All things we talked about today, including Demi Lovato. And Pete says, uh, I tried California sober thing like Demi Lovato, where you only drink wine and beer made in California. No. <laughs> oh. hmm? <laughs> That's a clever way to do it. Wasn't that what Demi said? She doesn't specify just the California wine. <laughs> oh. I don't know what she... Th- she's <laughs> sober in a way that you can drink and do drugs. Uh-huh. Um, but Pete says, I don't think it's working. I'm all over the place and more complainy lately. Mm. I hope that's not what Demi is doing. P.S. Vaughn's brand vodka is made in California, right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty in our world today, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. Well, sooner or later, we'll have... A certain decision, a final certain decision on this Derek Chauvin trial, perhaps by later today. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Although if it comes back guilty, then likely then the appeal appeals begin. So certain, but fightable. Yeah, if it is guilty, though, he goes to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. see well, in a couple of years. Out. Yeah. Yeah. A little worry about that another time. Mm-hmm. We'll invent some new sugar-free cookie crisis to come down the pipe. <laughs> Later this week. Does it come down a pipe or a pike? Oh. Mm-hmm. I've always said pike as in turnpike. Well, then just for that reason, I want it to be down the pipe. <laughs> I don't care if it's wrong. Boyer only says pipe when it goes up. Right. Mm-hmm. When it goes up the pipe. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Sarah, what things happened today on this show that We thank the San Diego Ford dealers for presenting for us today. The all-new 2021 F-150 is here. It's purpose-built from the ground up. Find out more when you visit uh, visit buyfordnow.com. Well, yes, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. But one thing we are certain of, yellow cheese does not belong on pizza. No, it does not. It's not right. We are sorry to the listener whose pizza showed up with yellow cheese on it. Uh, We talked about how I'm going off to Hawaii next month and how they're going to send my ass right back to San Diego when I show up with my front butt belly button. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We popped an Asner cherry this week. Yes, we did. Listener Marcus lost his Asner virginity yesterday when fat bottom girls started playing after a girl felt like, you know, felt a little bit like a fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) I was surprised that you played that song. It seemed Uh, a a little cold. Yes. Go ahead. I don't produce the show. That's right. I'm just the talent. Sorry. You're, you're correct, sir. Thank you. <laughs> so who's going to be the next suitor for Kim Kardashian now that she's single? It's Chris Boyer. They say opposites attract. So yeah, there's our single man, Boyer, ready and available. All you got to do is ask him out and he's in, Kim. As long as there's no chinchilla on the menu. Chinchilla steaks? I'm not. Uh, get me out of here. Then we heard from listener Bethany. What happened? Who really stirred the pot today. She was offered her in-laws house for an insanely great deal, 200k off the market, but she can't change a single thing about it and is not in love with it. And uh that's all because the mother-in-law put the restraints on changing anything with the house. And, you know with, uh, with $200,000 being knocked off the price. This makes me think that it's like a house that's like close to a million dollars. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. 
Because 200000 is a lot to take off the price of a house. Yes, it is. Unless it's like a $50 million house, then all right, 200000 who cares? But two hundred grand. I mean, that's got to be a pretty nice house. Yeah. I'm changing my mind. I'm on Team Emily. <laughs> Welcome, David. I mean, I don't know where it is. The shack of a, ugh, of a gross thing next door to where I live. A shack sold for over a million because it's in, you know, Solana Beach, San Diego. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It depends where you live. I mean, a million dollar house. It's so gross to the say the that land a million the... dollar house is like nothing anymore, Right. The land you know? is the value, it's right? Insane. It's a teardown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we couldn't come to an agreement on the show. No. Emily said, get over it. Buy the damn house. Boy says, buy it ASAP. Chainsaw says, she'll never get over it. Don't buy it and get rid of that husband while you're at it. I oh, saw yeah. Emily scratching her balls when she said get over it. <laughs> I did. I did. She needed an adjustment. Get over it. <laughs> I said, don't do it. You'll regret it. So we took it to the Good Morning San Diego crew on KUSI at 740 to break the tie on what Bethany should do. Paul said, at first, he said, take the deal and rent out the house because he wasn't playing by the rules. And then he came back and said, it'll turn into The Shining if you take the deal. Uh, I don't know where he was going with that. What happens over there? (laughs) What is literally happening over there? Nothing comes through as straight words. Uh -uh. Mm -mm. No, even Lauren was grunting before even making one word. She knew. (laughs) She knew it was going sideways immediately. It goes right off the tracks. Mm -hmm. Paul, Paul took it to a different galaxy. It's like... Rent it out. <laughs> These it people not, need a house. Did not see that one coming. I didn't either. I couldn't have bet that that would have been the answer. No. Yeah. Mark says, "Happy wife, happy life." So let's pack up and move to Texas. <laughs> and, and that's another thing I didn't understand. We established that this guy is a mama's boy, mm-hmm. and so Mark immediately started saying, "He's got to understand he's married to his wife." It's like he's a mama's boy. Yeah. You understand that, right? Yeah. Sometimes that's a hard cord to cut. His allegiance <laughs> is to his mother. So this whole happy wife thing, that's dumb. Moving to Texas is out of the question. What goes on between here and there? <laughs> what is it? Is there a translator? Does it change when it goes from here to their studio? What's going on? It has to. I want to be on that side and see what it sounds like when you guys say hello. Does it come across <laughs> pure? <laughs> How many fingers do you see? What's what's going on? I might need to do like an eye test with those guys tomorrow. Oh. An eye and hearing test. Mm-hmm. What do you hear when I say, you know, three? I heard cookie. What? <laughs> Rent the house out. What? Well, they can't do it. They cannot take that deal. But they can do arson and insurance fraud. <laughs> no issues there. And everyone <laughs> is spilling wine. Uh-huh. Everybody. As if wine is battery acid. I know. <laughs> Anybody can do your job, David. <laughs> you know, I think I'd be really good at what you do. They don't say they could do it. They say, I'd be really good at it. Mm. Probably better than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, would you like to try it tomorrow morning? I'll sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my show prep. Have at it. Mm. What else? Demi Lovato, eat your damn froyo or don't. Just stop bullying small businesses, which is exactly what you are doing. Bye, Felicia. We are out on you. Stick a sock in that one already. Uh, you asked us if we were on the 
uh, Derek Chauvin jury, what would we do? Would we default to guilty to make sure the country doesn't erupt in riots, even if we found him not guilty? You know, backing up to Demi Lovato for a, for a second there. I think she's burned up all her I almost died goodwill. Mm. She's just not done healing. She clearly is not okay yet. She She's not sober. If she still says she's drinking or just getting well, high. Well, no, she's, she's announced she's not sober. Well, California sober is what she tried to label it as. Like, she's still That's claiming. not sober. Exactly. So she's she's just not healed and confused. So she shouldn't be going around claiming she is. And she's come so far in her journey. She's still in it, obviously. She's, she's still what? Now. She's still in it. She's still, she does not come off as a healed woman Healed yet. from? From all her dark days, all her addictions, I everything see. she's gone through, her, okay. her eating disorders. Gotcha. So I just, yeah, she's taking quite a platform to show that she's on the other side of it. Well, she seems but. to be scorching earth on all her, I have problems, goodwill. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how big of a singer she is. I don't work on that kind of radio station that plays Demi Lovato songs. But she strikes me as being definitely not Taylor Swift, but slightly better than Lil Nas. Did she, did she have a Disney career before singing? Oh, yeah, yeah that's how she Yeah, started. she was a TV star. Yeah. She was TV star. I think she's got some juice, not nearly as much as some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pretty, but I don't think she's, she's a nobody. Big, oh, no, no. She's she's definitely a name. So I, I think yeah, she's like name. mid-level. Mid-level power star. She's coming down to mid-level, I would say. I think she was bigger. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Because you get away with a lot of crap when you're a big star. Mm-hmm. People are willing to overlook it. Yep. But she's burning it all up. She's burning up all her juice with these stupid things that she's saying. And the only way she got back into the limelight and good graces is by using this 21st century fame platform of I've got problems. Not I'm a singer, not I'm a TV star, not I'm talented. I've got problems. Mm. And she's burning it up. And she's got to stick a sock in it quick. Yes. Do that. Quick. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And the easy way to do this is just shut up. Mm-hmm. Go on vacation and shut up for a while. And let people forget. People still remember the Ariana Grande donut thing. For as talented as that girl is. You know, she's another Disney girl. Came up through, you know, childhood TV. And she is an A-lister in terms of singer. Rotation on radio stations. There's no way Demi Lovato's on the same level as Ariana Grande. No way. And people still remember that stupid donut incident with her. Mm-hmm. And she isn't even walking around going, eh, you got problems. She's doing everything on talent. And people still haven't forgiven her for that donut thing. Right, and she tried to make that go away, whereas Demi just doubles down. Right. And just, She's just threatening this yogurt it. store. She private messaged these people and said, you don't want to mess with me. It's like, we don't want anything to do with you. Right. <laughs> We don't want you as a customer. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You picked the fight with us. We were just sitting here. Right. So, but, you know, people feel sorry for people with problems, and that's all she's been able to talk about for the past few months. And all that's going to dry up if she keeps up on this nonsense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This California sober nonsense and this, you know, you better not have anything that makes me sad when I walk into your store. Let me be part of a policy-making group that will help you decide what markets to product. What? 
What products in the market? What are you talking about? Exactly. What is going on? Well, make us an offer on the store, and you can call it Demi's Ice Cream Dump for all you want. <laughs> Buy the place. You can do whatever you want. That's what I would say to the people. Here's the price tag of this place. Buy it, and we'll get the hell out of here. We'll be out by the end of the day. Otherwise, shut it. <laughs> all right, sorry. Anything else? Uh, Dave, we learned that you pulled an epic welcome to your new house drive-by where you dumped all your McDonald's trash on a chainsaw's lawn and waved goodbye as chainsaw Ooh. boiled in anger. That it wasn't funny. Go over well. <laughs> it didn't go over well. <laughs> I told the paper in my sister's new house when she moved in and she called me crying. That did not go over uh, well. What did she say to you? Oh, uh, she was like, you miss some of my houses and my neighbor's house are going to hate us. And she- Nathan's on the roof. And did you laugh at her we like you laughed at me? We have to get up so early. I'm so tired. <laughs> oh, no. That laugh. Oh, that oh. There's no coming back from that laugh. Uh-uh. You just laughed at her. What else? But finally, David. Oh, finally. That's when Boyer went biscuiting all the way to the analogy <laughs> jar, and that went over really well. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever biscuited someone? <laughs> no. All right. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 on the radio, 740 on TV. Love your show. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.